John Podcast Network. Are we recording now? Or... Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. That's how, how do you think I knew that the mics were mislabeled? Well, you can see that without it actually being, like, recording. Okay. You well, can just check it. Well, hello, excellent humans. Welcome to another episode of Hate Watch, Great Watch. If this is your first episode of Hate Watch, Great Watch, this is a movie discussion podcast where we pick a movie and we talk about it. I'm your co-host, Hunter Bush. I'm your co-host, Allison Yukoulis. And our returning guest today... Bottle! Bottle is here. Uh, what is this? Is this your third? Fourth? I think um, maybe third or fourth? Because what? Is it Kaiju Mono? Right. Beethoven Extravaganza? <laughs> yeah, this yeah. will be number four. Yeah, welcome. Um, and uh, the film we're doing today was... Uh, we kicked this around, I think, during your first episode of Kaiju Mono. I think we... Yeah, literally this has been going on for like three years to the point that <laughs> I don't even remember why... We I don't got how it came up. Yeah. so into like the idea of watching the Fantastic Four. But it came but... up and I was like, we should do that on the podcast. That's kind of a bad movie and I haven't seen it in forever. And, yeah. Yeah. So for clarity, this is the Fantastic Four in 2005, directed by Tim Story, starring, among others, I'm not going to pronounce his name correctly. Yon Griffith. Yon Griffith. Okay. I... That's how you say that? Uh, Michael Chiklis, <laughs> Chris Evans, Jessica Alba, Julian McMahon. Etc. Kerry Washington, yeah. Hamish Linklater. Yes. Stanley. So. Also, for detail people like me, mm-hmm. this is PG 13. Has a runtime of an hour and 46 minutes. Not bad. No, this is perfectly in the pocket. You know, very, I, I, I yearned for those days when Marvel movies weren't three hours. Yes. So that yes. was like, that hit my nostalgia bone right there. That, like, this movie's not even two hours. My God. The other thing is that this is a property that they almost like clockwork reboot every 10 years to keep the. No, just, I mean, in general. No, I think it's to keep the licensing. Uh, well, I know the very first one was to keep the licensing, which was 94. And then this was 2005. And then they rebooted it in 2015. Well, the first one was a different company entirely. Was it? Oh, okay. Yeah, that was the um, Roger Corman one you're talking about, right? Yes. Like, it's, like, famously okay. bad. That but, was yeah. a, that was a, oh, I bought the rights cheap because nobody yes. gives a shit about comic books thing. Yeah. And, and then it was about to expire, right. so it was like, well, we better make it while we got it, yeah. and we can keep it for a while. And then, yeah, it, and it was it never, never officially released. Yeah. Although there's some, there are some bootlegs of yeah, yeah. some uh, work prints. I saw that it you once uh, on a DVD that I got from mm-hmm. a Comic Con. I remember being like, yeah, this is corny and, and cheesy, and the effects are terrible, and you know, but it's probably fun. Yeah, I saw a documentary about you know the making of it and the story yes. and everything. Yeah. yeah. But then, also, since it wasn't released, it might not have actually counted. Anyway, yeah. then yeah. this wasn't actually the- theatrically made until yeah. 2005, which is this film. Yes, which was Fox, right? Yeah. And then uh, 2015, was that... I think it's also Fox. Oh, okay. I think. I think it's one of the... I, I don't know. Because I think, like, one of the Bastard series is that it's yeah, it's not more, owned yeah. by... It's, it's not... It's, it has not yet it's... reverted to Marvel, but they did a handshake deal like they did with Spider-Man yeah, originally, yeah. so that... Um, Jim from the office could play Mr. Fantastic in one of the Avengers. No, it was oh, in Doctor Strange. Yeah, that's right. It was in Doctor Strange yeah. Ma- Multiverse of Madness. Yes. Uh, yeah. And it was fine. Like, yeah. Um, it's real stupid because um, it, it it only is in there for fan service. It doesn't actually do anything if you don't know who those characters are. I think I read that uh, the 2015 one was also partially because Jessica Alba refused her prize for a third in in this installment. So then they recast and rebooted it. Okay. But I don't know if, how accurate that is. When was the is. second one? 
Uh, so the second one was Silver in Surfer. 2007, I want right, to say. Right, so it was 2005, 2007. Some then, amount of time. Then like nine years later, they're like, yeah, we should do a third one. And and then, I, when, I and then Jessica Alba was the like, one that nixed no. it. No, like, no, yeah. I've moved on. Wait, wasn't um, Chris Evans already Captain America yeah, by then? Yeah, Captain yes, America. Yes, that's also true. He's not coming back yeah. to play fucking... Johnny Storm. Um, the, They're like, let's blame it on Jessica Alba. It was her fault. That bitch. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. The other other thing is that there is apparently one in the works to come out in 2025. Yeah. Well, so that's what I, I was kind of saying. I think part of the handshake deal is like, oh, okay. just like Spider-Man showed up in, was it Civil War? Yes. Yeah. So then they were like, hey, this made money and it's mutually beneficial. Let us make Spider-Man movies under the MCU umbrella. Yeah. I think they're doing the same thing with Fantastic Four. I don't know if they got the full rights or not. I don't yeah. I don't know enough. I don't care enough to follow that stuff. I just, I have heard rumors. I know they cast Pedro Pascal Pedro as... Pedro Daddy Pascal. Excuse me? Yeah, Pedro Pascal as Reed Richards. Yes. Ooh, That's the I, only I've announced person, I think. I started yeah. to care about the Marvelverse again. Right? Right. I know. I was like... <laughs> I was like... Not you know, at all? I was, I was out I for a while, thought. and then Shang-Chi came out. I'm like, oh, you cast an Asian folk now, so I guess I'll care. Right. And now I'm going to stop caring again, and I guess I'm back to caring. Shang-Chi wasn't bad. No, it was no. not bad at all. And yeah. I got that was to fun. look at Simu Liu for yeah. like two, two, three hours, because <laughs> you do that. Yeah. <laughs> Like they have, they have characters of all these different. Like, make a Dark Hawk, and never even touch Dark Hawk. You don't even know who Dark Hawk is. I don't even know. I'm who looking Dark at your Hawk cold, is. dead eyes. <laughs> they got nothing. No Dark just, Hawk. I was like, you say that too fast. That sounds unfortunate. You gotta say yeah. it very Dark specific. Hawk. You have to get actors that enunciate. But Matt he... Berry as Dark Hawk. It's I, Dark Hawk. Dark Hawk. Dark Hawk. <laughs> I mean, that's gonna single-handedly bring back porn parody, though. Oh yeah. I mean, in a way, we is that a bad back. thing, though? Yeah, no, it's great. In a way we have not seen in years. <laughs> I'm just picturing Mad Barry as Dark Hawk. I'll show you Dark Hawk later. It'll be funny. Like, I guess we were going through, like, the film timeline of Fantastic Four. Yeah. Like, I only really know about the OG one because yeah. it was, like, the inspiration for that Arrested Development gag. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Which, oh, that's so good, though. I mean. It is. You know, season four has its issues, but I enjoyed it partially because of that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So that's kind of, Yeah, like, season four is not yeah. perfect, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's but, it. yeah, I, that's when I learned about that OG movie because I had only seen this one previously and like it's weird my family was not big on going to the movies or like watching a lot of movies but for some reason my parents took me and my brother to see this in the theaters okay and considering we only saw one movie a year this was like the movie Mm -hmm. and I still don't know why to this day that was the one that we saw that year I kind of had that when I saw 300 with my dad and my brothers. I'm like, we, we never go to the movies, and this is the one we go to. Well, I mean, that one is, like, cemented in the Zetgeist a little bit. like. Oh, it has? Yeah, yeah. sure, certainly. It's just that, like, I didn't find it particularly engaging 
or anything. I felt that there was a lot of business happening. It was also back when, like, a lot of those, like, epics were coming out that were, you know, inspired by Greek history and stuff. And it was just, like, Troy was really not good. And, like, yeah, yeah really a, lot of, a lot of sword and sandals stuff. Yeah. You really have a whole thing. I uh, do. Against Troy. It wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't good. And, and I had not read the Iliad in school, but I read the Odyssey. And I remember at one point they kill a guy that I'm like, wait, he's in the sequel. What the fuck are we doing here? Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. Because of yeah. the, the sequel. Yeah. I mean, when yes, they, you're technically right. but Yeah. When they introduce Achilles. Wait, wait which, it's, it's, it's the Iliad and the Odyssey. Yeah, is that the order? Yes. Wait, yeah. So Homer wrote two? Yes. Okay. See, I'm the dumb dumb. I don't read. So oh, okay. Like, well. I, I mean, know, it was for I school. I don't but yeah. know how to read. It's yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah. The the Iliad is about the war, but it's and then the Odyssey is, is it just the Trojan War. The Trojan is that, war. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then where the, the horse is from? Right. And then the Odyssey is about Odysseus's yeah. journey. I and see, I thought that was the all one. No, I I thing. I believe he fought in the Trojan War, and then he goes back to his wife and everything like that, and then he sets out on this like journey to I think make his fortune. Or something. There's some like impetus for it, but while he's gone, he's presumed dead. So a lot of people are trying to like mac up on his wife while he's off, like fighting a Cyclopses and you know Scylla and Charybdis and all this stuff before he comes back and shoots an arrow through a bunch of rings and then kills everybody that was trying to mac on his wife. <laughs> Good for him. So- sometimes yeah. Greek history is fun, but uh... oh, it's very dramatic. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I forget exactly who it was, but somebody, yeah, dies in Troy that does not actually die in any of these stories, or at least, like, he he definitely shows up in the Odyssey, because I remember being like, this doesn't make any sense. And they're like, yeah, no, none of this is accurate. <laughs> oh, Achilles, and he's waking up, and he's in bed with a lady. Wait, it's actually two ladies, because we just want you to know that this guy fucks. <laughs> <laughs> and you know yeah 16 year old me in the theater is just like you lost me you guys i don't get i don't all right <laughs> i guarantee that i also think that's like when the god of war games came out too so that was a oh very, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah it would be around call. that time yeah. yeah that's a very like studio notes thing of like kids aren't gonna want to see this movie they're gonna think it's boring what if we make it so that this guy fucks I, mean, I do remember some of the fight choreography being pretty good but sure. also it's been a while I mean, there was a lot of fucking in those days, but I mean, it wasn't necessarily hetero. Right. I mean, you that couldn't show that at that time. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, that's not in the movie. Yeah. That was pre Game of Thrones. Fair. Maybe there's Game other Game of examples. Thrones doesn't engage in any of that disgusting homosexual activity. Just good old American Christian sex with your sister. No, there's also homosexual And activity. your aunt, though, too. No, I know. Uh, yes, and your aunt. <laughs> Sorry if you didn't see the last season. <laughs> Yeah, spoilers. Uh, and actually, actually, probably even though I haven't seen it, spoilers for House of the Dragon. I'm sure there's yeah. sister and aunt fucking in that too. Oh, Hot D? <laughs> yes. The anagram is Hot D. And no one engaged with me back when I was on Twitter when I was trying to get clamoring for HBO's Hot D to be a thing. <laughs> it was a fun bit that only I was uh, enjoying. Ben did too. I mean, like, our group of friends enjoyed the, knowing that that was a thing. But I was like, I could probably get this going on, like, a national level. And everybody's right. like, we're not biting. We take this seriously. House of the Dragon is serious business. Like, no. Please send Ben props for getting on the hot D train by uh, emailing Ben with the subject line, I'll pack his lunch. This is a recurring bit now. Yeah, it's we a have, callback uh, to an earlier episode. Gotcha. Callback to our last episode when we started a bit that's probably going to make Ben stop being Probably going to ruin our friendship. Yeah. yeah. Oh. 
Congratulations and or I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah we just want uh, everyone to email Ben. The subject line, I'll pack his I'll lunch. I'll pack his lunch. Um, so this was written, there's two credited writers. One is Mark Frost. Does that name Randy Bell's name? You can say no. No. He co-created Twin Peaks. Oh. Yeah, he's the other guy. He's the not David Lynch guy that, that created that Twin no Peaks. That no one cares. No, I mean, like, I mean, he's... Uh, Twin Peaks no heads. Offense, those are the two guys. Like, everybody's yeah, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he doesn't really work. You know, he's just a writer. But he is part of the reason the Twin Peaks is Twin Peaks. Like, I'm sure he had to wrangle some of David Lynch's, you know, more David Lynch ideas. But, like, yeah. It's like, I, I didn't realize that. I was like, is mm-hmm. that the same Mark Frost? Because, like, theoretically, it's a common enough yeah. name. But, I feel uh, like they were yeah. like, oh, yeah, this guy's got experience making weird things palatable. Right. Uh, and the other uh, screenwriter on this, Michael France. Does that ring any bells for you, Allison, specifically? No. Uh, well, welcome back to the show, Michael France, screenwriter for Cliffhanger. Oh. Previous episode, Cliffhanger. Okay. All right. And as long as I'm doing welcome back to the show, welcome back to the show, actor Yon Griffith. He appears in Dawn of the Dead, previous episode. Oh. Uh, okay. Also, Chris Evans. Yeah. Appears in previous episode Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Yes. Michael Chiklis appears in previous episode Hubie Halloween. Oh, boy. <laughs> Andrew Airely, who is like uh, one of the... Dudes just around? Yeah, yeah. he's one of the like company... Is he like, the manservant? No. No. No, no that is... Um... Hamish Linklater. Okay. Who most recently was in uh, Midnight Mass. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I recognize that guy and that's from where. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, Andrew Airely was one of the... He's like something command. He was in previous episode, Fear. Oh, okay, nice. David Richmond Peck mm-hmm. uh, appeared in previous episode, Pacific Rim. Nice. Colin Lawrence appeared in previous episode, Dreamcatcher. Ugh. <laughs> Donovan Stinson appeared in previous episode, Hot Rod. Nice. Along with Doug Abrahams, also previous episode, Hot Rod. Nice. Man, so. what a movie full of alumni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Welcome back to the show, all of you. Thank you for I mean, your service. This is getting to be like the Marvel Cinematic Universe where it's like you're going to find connections to everybody because we've done so many movies now. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're 125. Okay. Well, I'm going to drink uh, the last bit of my drink that still has some of that yeah. weird material in it. Good luck. I'm sorry. Yeah, we poured out a can. We made, we made mixed drinks with energy drinks and it had like, um, yeah, it had like a scoby of... <laughs> It's not actually a scoby. A scoby is a specific fucking thing. It could be. Okay, it could be. It, sh- there should- it shouldn't exist in this energy drink, I think. No. So it's weird that it does, but I'm drinking this anyway. I pulled out like the larger parts. You, but... you might get some cool powers. Yeah, I might I might Fantastic Four at any point. I could turn into any of them. Shit, the... we should all drink it and then you know, give us the nugget and then we're the new yeah. Fantastic Four. Symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast is the... Uh... Oh, so it's like venom. See, like, being invisible is, like, my dream superpower, because I just wish to not be perceived, like, ever, especially when I'm, like, out and doing stuff. Yeah. I would enjoy kind of any of these powers, but probably being the thing would be the most fun, but it would, like, I mean, I couldn't, we couldn't live here anymore. This is the third floor. I'd fall, yeah, I'd fall through and yeah. crush everyone. Yeah, but, I, I don't, I don't think second floor would like that too much. No. But at one point. He's eating pancakes and drinking milkshakes and still has rock hard abs. So yeah. I was like, it is. God. See, like my thing is living the dream. Living uh-huh. the dream, Ben. I like in this movie, like the way people reacted to him was just so terrible. And I was yeah. like, would people be really that horrified by it a is, guy like that now? Though it's way over the top. It's, it's them condensing like decades of storytelling into one movie. They they wanted to give everybody something, kind of. Sincerely, Johnny Storm has never really had a. 
thing like that, like an arc like that. Yeah. So they were like, let's give him, he doesn't know how to fly yet. And that's his arc throughout the whole movie is like, keeps trying to fly, keeps almost flying, keeps kind of embarrassing himself, but he's shameless. Yeah. So he doesn't really care. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, when he needs to fly, then he flies. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it was like, then it's like someone lays like one eye on him and then they're like ready to vomit. They're They're like, like, get away, guy! Right. Yeah, like even like his wife, like, you know, like that's someone he's in a loving relationship for like however many years. Like it was like implied that like, oh, we're strong, we're a beautiful, amazing couple. We can get through anything. And then she takes like one look at him and is like, uh, yeah yeah debbie they name drop her like three times in the opening Mm -hmm. scene and you know it's uh what it is is reed richards which is young griffith who will become mr fantastic the stretchy one uh he's going like hat in hand to victor von doom who's uh julian um mcmahon mcmahon hey will you you know help pay for this you know scientific endeavor and we want to do this experiment but we need your help because i'm broke and all that sort of bit it's not really clear at first, but he's dating uh, uh, or, you know, into Sue Storm. I who... didn't think they were dating because I thought she said we were there. We were never a thing. So because I, I kept getting, wow, this is just like a lawsuit waiting to happen vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, she works for, you know, Doom, but they're not together. And then there's a scene where I was like, oh, I guess they are together. And then he goes over to like, not propose, but he's like, yeah, come back well, to live with me and whatever. Are you talking about before they're on the space station? I don't remember exactly he, he when was, it was. He was definitely going to propose on the space station. On the space station? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he had a ring and everything. And there's a whole thing of like, uh, I'm going to say four words that are going to change your life. That's right. And then right. that's yeah. when Reed bursts in and is like, oh, you know. Shit's Yeah. He says, the, yeah, that's right. He's like, I'm going to say four words that will change your life. And Reed comes in and says, the cloud is accelerating. Yeah. Which what is four I, words that really, change their lives. I know. Really love about the whole like science bit of this whole thing is like, it's really vague what they're actually doing. Yes. And I love that because, again, like, now we watch, you know, Marvel movies and all this where they go into, like, this insane detail about the scientists behind it. And yeah. no one cares, really. I would argue that this is pretty realistic in the whole, like, expensive tech bro goes into space. Why? Maybe there's a reason, but also because I want to. Well, yeah. You know? See, like, I, I, I respect that. It's like, oh, we're just going because of science. It's like, well, what kind of science? Science that will help the world. Yeah. It's science like, with so a capital S. Vague, and I love that. I was like, I forgot how much, like, you know, sometimes in these movies you don't need, like, yeah, all of the stuff. It's like kind of like how what makes the Star Wars prequels so frustrating is... We're going to, like, show all of these politics things and none of the fun things you come to Star Wars Well, Also, they, they're like, oh, yeah. the Force? That's midichlorians. And it's like, we didn't... Oh, no one was asking for we, where, what the Force is. We all got it. We're good. Yeah. So, like, I, I really appreciate... He's like, hi, I need money for science. And he's like, well, oh, I also want so, to be rich and here's some money for science. They don't... We don't really know what why Doom has a satellite base that they can go to. Um, Reed wants to... <laughs> Reed just goes... Oh, I have a theory that, uh, you know, a specific kind of cosmic rays born on the solar winds accelerated evolution on our planet. And uh, a similar comet is coming around. And I'm like, wait, 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 what? How, how is, how do you know any of that? I mean, like, sure, you can have a theory, but like, how do you know a similar comet? Similar to what? Like, do you have a, anything? And he's like, yeah, similar comets coming around. I want to go study it. And so they do. But it's accelerating. So it's not going to get here in seven hours or whatever it's gonna get here in like six minutes yeah 
And apparently he got kicked out of NASA. Like, him and Ben got kicked out of NASA because he was just too into science. Yeah, I want that movie. They didn't even really say why. It's just like, oh, you're... I want that movie that's like Top Gun, but it's NASA scientists and it's these two nerds. Well, it's one nerd and his, you know, big big Bronx blockhead son. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so Debbie is Ben's uh, wife... Yeah, played you said by you... Laurie Holden, who I had seen in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. She's Andrea in The Walking Dead. She was Crimson Countess on The Boys. Oh. Um, she's the mom in Pie Wacket. Oh, really? I believe. Okay. She played Sybil in the Silent Hill movie. Hmm. And uh, she was uh, 10 episodes of The X-Files. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. like, that's why she looks familiar. She's in a ton of stuff. So they go to space. Mm-hmm. And uh, they get bombarded with cosmic rays. In the comics, if I remember, they just go to space because they're astronauts and that's what Mm -hmm. astronauts do. Yeah. They might be going to, like, sample something or whatever, but they get bombarded by cosmic rays from, like, a storm. Yep. But it's totally unexpected. It's not like, oh, yeah, this thing. I think they're going to study a comet, but then they get bombarded with cosmic rays, like, by accident. And that's how they become the Fantastic Four. Doctor Doom is not with them. That's, That's a... Oh, uh, in the comics, yeah. In the comics, yeah. That That's an addition for the movie that they're like, oh, it makes it, you know, neater. Which is, I'm fine. I'm fine with it. it yeah. I remember when this came out and, you know, nerds. Yes. Being like, that's not exactly comics accurate. It's like, that doesn't matter. Like, does mm-hmm. it does it work? And that choice works. Some of the other ones, I'm like, why? I don't get it. Yeah. Also, Johnny was there. I'm just yeah. mentioning, like, we're talking about everybody that was on the ship. The and s- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because he was supposed yeah. to be the main pilot. He's and a then hot he, shot pilot. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm your boss now, Ben, because basically that starts the whole, like, Mr. Wilson, Dennis, the menace relationship that they have. That's yeah, a very a... good description it of is. that. Yeah. Yes. yeah, there's a line that uh, Ben was his commanding officer, I guess, in the military or in flight NASA, school or yeah. whatever, or at NASA, mm-hmm. and now Ben works for him. So he's like, yeah. And he does a fucking MasterCard joke. He's like, digital camera. Digital camera, like, you know, $600. And memory card, you know, $58. And whatever the fuck, this much. But, you know, the look on your face realizing that you used to be my boss and now I'm your boss? Priceless. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I didn't have my seatbelt on or nothing. I just got whiplash hard as fuck. I know. We got Mm -hmm. put in the time capsule very (laughs) fast. We were talking about this a little bit before we started recording. Like, I put this on, you know... Did not expect it to have any kind of time capsule throwbacky qualities, really. Mm-hmm. You know, you put on a movie from the 90s, you're like, oh, there's going to be some 90s stuff in here. Maybe some 90s fashion, some 90s slang, whatever. And then in this, that joke happened, and I went, wow, that's a, a, a corner of pop culture I completely forgot about. Was We were all obsessed with MasterCard jokes. Yeah. Holy shit. And then the soundtrack. The soundtrack also does not help. Even yeah. further. And I was like, wow, this is... Very much a movie from 2005. The repeated references to and appearances by the X Games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't believe that. I was like, I was like, oh, the X, like they mentioned, it's like there's like a news like clip or whatever. It's like something, something the X Games. And Johnny's like, oh, the X Games, that seems cool. This is Chris Evans, by the way. This is America's yeah. ass. And he's like, that seems cool. I was like, oh boy, the X Games. And then later on, he's like, fuck it, I'm going to the X Games. And I was like, oh, I forgot all about this. <laughs> Holy shit. And there's also, like, a sick snowboarding scene bra with, like, some yes. 41 yes. playing in the background. Like, yeah, so... Like, you're playing SSX tricky <laughs> or something. So they go, they go up to space, the comet comes too early, they got, they get bombarded. All their mutations are, like, foreshadowed, but it doesn't really matter, because we'll get there. But, so, they come back down, and um, we, as the audience, are in Ben Grimm's point of view, and he's in bed, and Johnny's like, oh, he's awake! 
hey, you know, hey, man, everybody else is awake. Uh, you know, he's like, oh, we're everybody right? He's like, yeah, everybody's fine. You know, everybody else is fine. He's like, what's the matter with me? He's like, really sorry, Ben. There's, there's nothing anybody could do. The doctors tried their best. And if you're somebody that read the comics, if you are a comic book smart, you're like, oh, shit, he turned into a giant rock guy because that's what happens. And you're like, cool, cool, cool. But no, it's just a fucking prank. And he hands yeah. him a mirror and he looks and he's just Michael Chiklis. And he's yeah. like, I'm really sorry. There is yeah. nothing they could do. About your face. <laughs> yeah. Ugly. Face. Yeah. We had the best plastic surgeons, but they just. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, that's a good. That was yeah. a good fake out. I, yeah. I enjoyed that. that he whips sight. that mirror at him so fucking so hard. So hard, dude. <laughs> Almost killed Captain America. <laughs> so after that, they kind of all gradually just start like yeah, they're all powering like, out. Quarantine to see like to see what's going to yeah. happen. Because they were bombarded with cosmic rays. Um, and Johnny breaks out. He hits on a nurse. She gives him a thermometer. And that's Maria Menounos of yeah. Movie. Oh, yeah. Which I feel like she paved the way for AMC Nicole Kidman. Oh, yeah. Like. Come early for Maria. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I, why can't I come for both? Right. Mm-hmm. Get both. You can, you can interpret that how you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, he hits on her. She gives him the thermometer. His, his temperature is topping out like 200 and something degrees. And the whole like, oh, you're so hot. And he's like, I know. He's like, he's like yeah, thanks. You're not bad looking either. Anyway, I'm going to go fucking snowboard now. And uh, what time do you get done? And she's like, I don't know, 4 o'clock. He's like, meet me on top of the mountain at 4.01. And she's like, I guess? Like... <laughs> And uh, then he goes up and he does hella drop-in snowboarding where he jumps out of a helicopter. They both and, do. Yeah, they both do. Yeah. And she's like, she, you know, they're, they're snowboarding. And she goes, you're on fire. Because he's actually starting to catch fire. And he's like, thanks, you're really good too. It's the same fucking yes. joke, back to back. <laughs> yes. They do it twice. It's kind of like, how many of these jokes are we going to see? Right. It's just, <laughs> I, I, I meant to like count how many times there were like Johnny Fire jokes. And right. then yeah. also how many times they said the word fantastic. I mean, and before that, they're talking about, Ben is talking to Johnny about Reed and Sue's relationship. And he uses the very normal expression that we all use about her heart combusting. And I was like, nobody yep. says that. I was like, you're only saying that because you're talking to Johnny Storm, who will be a guy who will be on fire most yeah. of the time after this. Like, that's horrible foreshadowing. I don't know. It's, it's I bad. say yeah. my heart combusts all, all the time. time. <laughs> they also do a line where they say, um, you know, like, oh, that's, I think it's Doom says, like, oh, Reed, always reaching. Yeah. Well, yeah. and, and also that Ben does the heavy lifting. Right, Ben yeah. does the heavy Daddy's lifting. Daddy's got to get his rocks off. Right. Daddy's got to get his rocks off. And they keep, I mean, Johnny Storm is a hothead. That's, you know. Yeah. Right. Or, so or like, it. Sue, like, talking to Reed, like, I just wanted you to see me. Yeah. Right, yes. Yeah. They're, they're really laying it on pretty thick with, like, wow, isn't it uh, isn't it wild how all of our powers represent things about ourselves? <laughs> That's fun. Well, how else do you think the cosmic rays decide who gets what? It's true. Now, would you go snowboarding at 401 with Johnny Storm? I hate snowboarding. I've been snowboarding. I did not like it. Uh, I, luckily, at the you know snowboard camp thing, whatever, they let me switch to the big the big donuts and I yeah. Guess See, I, yeah, down. I would jump out of the plane in one of the tubies. Yeah, and like yeah, snow tubing is way way fun. Yeah, and like fun. I'd still be listening to some forty one. I oh, feel yeah. like that's mandatory. I have a scar on my ass from skiing. I'm sorry. From skiing. Yes. Critical Allison Moore just got unlocked. Yeah. <laughs> how, how did you... I mean, you can't just say that. You have to explain how that happened. So, I mean, like... When Ass you, first into a thorn bush? No. Or? No. When... Somehow like, I got turned why on Why were backwards. the skis close to your ass? Okay. I rented skis. <laughs> and apparently, like, they actually do sharpen the sides of them to get you down, like, 
the the slope and stuff and the thing is like i took a curve pretty fast and fell and as is supposed to happen my boot unlocked from the ski so that it didn't break my leg but then like i fell on i guess the sharp part of it because i cut through my snowsuit my jeans and uh my undies into my ass and you know the thing is like had on a lot of layers so didn't actually get cut that bad but like yeah it really it really did a number that's fucking nuts. Yeah. Hideous. It looks like Frankenstein's No, ass. it doesn't. It's a little like, you know, one inch, like little white scar on my butt from, from skiing. Well, if there's ever a clone and we have to figure out who yeah. Allison yeah, is. Yeah, you can look for my ass scar. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Pants down now. Drop them and turn around. We're going to figure out who's the real one. Five minutes go by. It's like, do you know yet? I'm like, thinking about it. <laughs> You were wondering why the fuck he has a snowboard in the hospital. Well, no, it wasn't yeah, why he actually, has one. Okay. How did he get... How, you're okay. in fucking quarantine. Yeah. You're not allowed to leave. Why would they let a snowboard in? Right. There's nowhere to snowboard I, in a fucking hospital. I feel like he probably just had it. It's like his emotional support snowboard. Yeah. I get. I was just I like, how the fuck did you get a snowboard into the hospital? Because it's like... But it's like Dr. Doom's private... Ho- or yeah. He's not Dr. Doom. He's like... Von Doom's yes, hospital. Yes, Victor Von Doom. Victor's private yeah. hospital. I don't know. Like, yeah. So, like, yeah. But he's not allowed to leave. It's like, why would you give him a thing that he could only use outside? Because it would make sense if he went there and got, like, a rental, but it, he had it ahead of time. Right. That's... Like, he, if he if he was like, oh, I, uh, I have so much extreme sports energy locked inside me. I need to burn some of this energy off. And he had gotten, like rollerblades snuck in somehow and mm-hmm. he was just blading through the hospital i'd be like that's fine that makes sense but yeah. to let him have a snowboard is like you're just asking for him to break out mm-hmm. and he does and then he snowboards then he catches fire and then he like briefly kind of what's the what's the movie where it's like that's not flying that's falling with style it's toy story right the first toy story yeah has oh yeah yeah so that's kind of what he does he doesn't really fly kind of falls with style while on fire and then sort of creates his own hot spring in the snow. And the, like, you know, the nurse, like, skis up. And he's like, uh, care to join me? And she's kind of like, I might. I might fuck you in this damp yeah. ski pit. Yeah, we do a real, like, <laughs> horny ski movie shot of it's between her legs. Yes, and we see down, him. <laughs> yeah, him in the ground, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny. Like, that is his energy. His yeah. energy is like, it's Porky's all the time. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah it's, it, it's sure a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, That's Johnny. And you know what? That's Ma- our Johnny. And like, you know, they've been around since the 60s. I think the Fantastic mm-hmm. Four were created in like 62 or 63. Mm-hmm. And like, to marry that energy and that character to the X Games is like, man, that's perfect. It doesn't yeah. really get any better than that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just sad we never got to see him shot down a monster. <laughs> yeah. At one point he describes Reed as the world's dumbest smart guy. And I was like, yeah. boy, that's great. <laughs> I was like, boy, that's a good, it's a good description of Reed. It yeah, is. we we do some good work with like that sort of characterization. Yeah, because you mean know. specifically Reed. Yeah, or the having someone else describe a character and then paying that off. Having someone else describe well, like just in general, like he's got like you know little mannerisms and stuff. The way that like he and Sue and Victor all interact with each other really like underscores a lot of their you know yeah. individual. Uh, like personalities as well as their dynamic yeah. as a love triangle because like also in the hospital uh sue's got like fucking half a greenhouse in her room and it's very clearly that like yeah victor is just like showering her with flowers and stuff but reads the one being like 
oh, don't put those orchids by her. She's allergic to those. But put the sunflowers by her bed. Those are her favorite. Right. And, like, you know, it's it's sweet. But he's, like, yeah, he's the guy that, like, you know, just brought her the one lily but isn't, like, as, you know, moneyed or as, like, excessive, I guess, as Yeah, Reed is famously emotionally closed off. He's, mm-hmm. uh, he's a big thinker. Yeah. So, you know, his, his gestures tend to be small but sweet when he remembers to make them. Right. I guess. Yeah. Um, they also make him very, very awkward in this, which is like, maybe that's the thing from like earlier Fantastic Four, but like, I was like, oh, it's a weird choice. I like it. I think it works yeah. to make him like super awkward in this. Just make him autistic cowards. Yeah. Well, sure. It might also be like, you know, doing the, the, the counterbalance to Victor Von Doom where he's, yeah. you know, I was telling Hunter it's, you know, it's Julia McMahon doing his patented, uh, sexy classy evil which he also does as you know cole the uh demon lawyer on charmed and then i don't know nip tuck i didn't watch nip tuck but yeah i'm sure he's doing similar stuff either but that that was i remember that being that was like that was another thing i hadn't thought about in forever yeah i I watched a season of it and it was fine Mm -hmm. and he does basically exactly this performance in that which that's my problem with it is like it's a fine performance not as dr doom though yeah like dr doom is like a scenery chewing lunatic yeah he's kind of from the jump too like that's the the, in the comics they all were in you know smart guy school together and doom got kicked out because his uh, experiments were too dangerous because he was too confident Mm -hmm. and you know was like no no it'll work and that's why he has a a mask i believe it's a so i think originally he was like horribly disfigured yeah and then like wore a mask to cover it mm-hmm. and then over time they've played with that where he was horribly disfigured and they you know cast this like mask and forged it but he put it on before it was cooled and it melted and like attached to his face uh. like oh. so he could never remove it and then there was like a later version where he just had like a tiny scar oh so but he was it's... so vain that he was like i'm hideous and now he wore an iron mask to cover it which we were kind of doing a little bit of that energy here well yeah he's a little preoccupied with that and i mean he kind of also like on the spaceship when things were going down and reads like abort the mission and he's like no y'all pussies i we're gonna keep going and then he's gonna lock the shield with them still outside well it was just ben i think was doing the spacewalk but they had the bay door open so that they could receive oh i see that's how they got hit with the cosmic rays oh i see and Um, so then he was like you know well if we're not gonna leave ben outside then we'll leave everybody outside i see yeah yeah and that's what uh you know she's like you can't leave them out there uh sue is like you can't leave them out there and he's like watch me yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, so your performance as Doctor Doom, one of the biggest villains mm-hmm. in Marvel Comics, should not be the same as your performance as, like, a smarmy plastic surgeon who, like, fucks around a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, those are very different energies, and that was that's that's always kind of been my problem with this. Um, I don't love that they give him also lightning powers. I didn't realize that wasn't a th- I did not no. read any no, of the Fantastic Four like, or like, watch the show. Electromagnetic and... Yeah, so... In the comics, Doom is just, he's a crazy scientist. So okay. he has this hideous face and he's mm-hmm. got this mask on. So he builds himself a suit of armor that just has gadgets. Oh, okay. So he's got like rockets and lasers sure. and shit. And he just like does kind of whatever. But also, because again, he's been around since the 60s and you got to keep things fresh. At some point they were like, you know what? His mom was also a witch and he does magic. <laughs> so Doom just Doom is just like a Swiss army villain. Like anything you need, any story, he could just show up and be like, I will help you. <laughs> like, he contains multitudes. He's great. 
there's a great uh it's like a four issue miniseries like thing length you know thing that's him and um dr strange go to hell to save his uh doom's mother's soul wild it's awesome and the art is mike mignola who created oh it's fucking it's great that's a spicy meat a ball yeah and it's just like oh cool and this is back before doom did a lot of like anti-hero-y stuff teaming up with the with the heroes Mm. more so this was like oh wow it's dr strange and also a a big villain capital v villain who was also not dr strange's villain regularly so it was a cool weird crossover Uh that makes a lot of sense and is very fun nice yeah good stuff but yeah he should be like like Nicolas Cage doing the alphabet, like that level, kind of all the time. Yeah. That's the energy you want. Yeah. Like Willem Dafoe doing anything. Yeah. That's what Willem you Dafoe want. Doing like anything. for, for yeah. Doctor Doom. It's just for, like um, big. Kelsey Grammer in the money plane. Kelsey Grammer in the money plane. That's yeah. not bad. Yeah. It's me, Augustus Grouch the third, but everyone calls me the Rumble. It's like, wait, what? That's did his you name. watch Money Plane with us? I did not watch Money Plane. Oh. oh. I have not seen that movie sober. Okay. For many years. Oh, but yeah. you have seen it, so you do know the edges in it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't you mean Adam Copeland, rated Adam R Copeland. superstar? I mean Cope. Cope. Cope, <laughs> the rated R superstar. You don't know him. You think you know him, but you don't know him. <laughs> oh, boy. It's like, I understand why they gave him powers, because it's like, for continuity reasons, like, well, he was also on the ship, and like, it would make sense for him to also not have powers, but at the same time, like, yeah. could maybe be like a little more unhinged with it. Yeah, in the comics, again, like, over time, it was more of a... He was jealous of the celebrity that their, you know, mutations afforded them. Mm-hmm. But also, like, if I could do what any of them could do, like, I would take over the world. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah. Which drove him to, like, become such a crazy villain. Um, but you don't obviously don't have time for all that in this movie. Like... Everything in this is pretty compact. It's a couple of weeks. Yeah, especially in an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah, and it's an yeah. hour and 40 minutes. Like. It's, an hour for, it's also one of those things where, like, yeah, we, we got on the rails pretty quick. Like, you know, yeah. it opens with, like, a pitch meeting, and then we're in space within, yeah. like, 10 minutes, when 15 minutes. we hit play, minutes. I yeah. could not remember how where we started with this movie. And the fact that it was like, oh, Doom is already an established guy. Yeah. And, like, we're about to go into space. Like, it's, I was like, oh, cool. This is, yeah, yeah. all right. This is a good spot. Yeah, yeah. it's not bad. Yeah. Like script wise yeah that's yeah. why i was like kind of shook when it was over i was like wait it's over already because yeah i'm now used to marvel movies being like three hours yeah two and, plus like, mm-hmm. you know with just lots and lots and lots and lots of establishment and lore and then i was like oh you know what else this doesn't really have all that dumb like i mean it's fine in small doses but it's now very tired it's the marvel sense of humor of like yeah yeah well that just happened the wink the nod mm-hmm. yeah it's like all right it's like there's like quips and stuff like you know yeah. like do i know like later in the movie when doom does the marco polo <laughs> yeah doom gets like, real quippy once he starts it was, murdering people it was people. just like i was like okay he's living his bliss <laughs> i guess yeah they were trying <laughs> to be like look he's unhinged now yeah, yeah. and like this is the doom you all know and love. And I'm like, is it though? I mean, he, he lost his would-be fiance and also his face. So, you know. Right. And, he kills and, his and a lot of, and his company. Yeah. yeah. Like, so like. Yeah. He's, yes, he, he's, went, he went bankrupt. Yeah. He's really having a week. So, yeah, he, you know. He kills his doctor I'm, and he's like, I, mean, I yeah. want a second opinion. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a, a Victor Von Doom apologist here because like, yeah, the answer is not to then go a murder in, but he is having a tough week. So I could see you getting a little loopier. That's fair. You know? All right, bootlicker. So, um, <laughs> come on. When Ben does turn, uh... <laughs> talking more about like the you know kicking the tires and stuff. 
Um, I think I, I think I do genuinely like like the script. Um, I like most of the performances. Yeah, uh, I think they're really well cast. I think, especially Sue is really underwritten. Yeah. Um, which yeah. I mean, of, and so is of Reed, course. kind of. Like, yeah. And he's arguably the main character. Like, yeah. And their romance is the focal like relationship, and it's pretty underdeveloped. Yeah, it's just. Because it, it, basically they just had a series of conversations that were basically rehashed. Just like, you didn't pay enough attention to me. I wanted to just move in with you. Yeah, they try to you're make... you're too into science and you overthink things. Yeah, they try to make Reed's arc that he's not a man of action enough. Which they, you know, they do kind of. But it's like, it's such a slim narrative. Yeah. And they spend not a lot of time on it but still kind of too much because it's very simple we got it like we don't need it rehashed yeah there was like what three or four different conversations and like i mean obviously one of them was the catalyst for discovering sue's powers because she's like do you even see me Reed?" right and he's like not looking at her and then he looks up and he's like uh i don't see you at all i don't see you and then she like (laughs) she's like oh my god i'm invisible and knocks the wine bottle off the table and he like oh i'll grab it and he like stretches and grabs it he's like what you know, and for the time, the action doesn't oh. look, the special effects didn't look that bad. No. no I the think stre- they really spent the time that they yeah. needed to and they blocked it well. Hard. Yeah. Stretching is hard yeah. to do. Yeah. Stretching yeah. a human being he's, is like you a know, hard he's thing. He's doing the monkey D. Luffy. And yeah. Like... So that's why um, I haven't seen it, but I know that the, uh, is it Ms. Marvel? The Yeah. Yeah, that show. Her, uh, Kamala Khan, her powers in the comics are she's stretchy. I believe on the show and in the movies, she has, like, an energy power. Because they were just like, we don't know how to do stretchy, like, not make it look silly. But then, But that was kind (laughs) of the whole point, is being stretchy is very silly. Right. Yeah. Well, they don't want to be silly. They, you know. I guess. They want to only, they want to be, like, smarmy. They want to be like, oh, we're in on the joke. I'll say the stretchy looked pretty good in One Piece, too. So. Well, that's the thing. is Then they One Piece came out, and everything come. I've seen from the One Piece show, the stretching looks good. Yeah. Like, but, yeah. I, but I was like, wow, for 2005, the stretchy looks pretty decent. Yeah. Right. And if you're going to do, you know, if they keep, The flames like, look all right. Oh, yeah. the fire? Fire is usually really bad. The special effects yeah. looked pretty good. So, uh, I mean... Considering the, it was, uh, you yeah, know, it's almost an almost twenty year old movie. Oh yeah. God, yeah. yeah, my bones hurt when I said yeah. that. <laughs> I saw one of the Carter Crew video, and mm-hmm. they compared the different flame effects uh, yeah. over the years, like did you know, completely CG, like flaming characters. Yeah, and they were like, this one in this in two thousand five isn't like accurate to what a person on fire would probably look like. You right. know, this thing, yeah. but it looks cohesive. They do good light effects. Yeah. They do, you know, like. Well, I think the only thing is he doesn't cast light. Yeah, I think I read something that allegedly they actually turned, they toned down some of the uh, fire effects so that it wasn't uncomfortable or scary to look at. Well, cowards. <laughs> um, but he doesn't cast any light when he's flying around. Oh, yeah, I think I maybe noticed that. Which is in the like back a, a thing. That's maybe the only little thing that's weird. But yeah, especially yeah. at night, like, like he should be much brighter than yes, he is. Yes, he should be lighting stuff up. Yeah, when he is, when he does anything. Yeah, like, an interesting contrast because the other night was I was watching Lord of the Rings and. You know, that was, like, state-of-the-art special yeah. effects at the time. And watching that, some of the stuff did look a little dated. Yeah. But I was, yeah. So then I watched this, you know, Fantastic Four last night, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, 
for a movie from 2005, this doesn't look bad at all. Especially yeah, no. when you have a ridiculous stretchy, like, stretchy yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, some of that looked a little janky, but mostly it looked pretty good. Yeah. They used it, you know, sparingly and, like, well. Like, him yeah. stretching to go under the door, I was like, that looks pretty good. Like, yeah. his hand, like, moves weird and, like, liquidy. Like, yeah, it he was... puts his fingers up against the door, like, the bottom of the door jam, and then, it, like, his flesh kind of, like slooshes up against it and then like slides under like ooh it's just the right amount of unsettling yeah Yeah. and like i like even in that scene uh uh, johnny's like that's gross yeah (laughs) my bones i think like my favorite was when he like wraps up ben yeah 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 he like fucking wrap they're kind of having a fight and yeah it's like an even fuller nelson Yes. Fullest Nelson yeah. of all. Yeah, it's like the it's like the octopus hold, but like Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With your entire body. Uh-huh. And and doubled over. And spleen. Yeah, exactly. Um so yeah, when you really ben... got to get your spleen locked in. <laughs> yeah. So when Ben does turn into rock, he then breaks out of the hospital. Which also that is entirely a latex suit that's not yeah. CG'd. It works pretty well, though. I mean, like... Looks good. Yeah, it looks good. I mean, practical effects always look, you know... They always have a charm, but this actually looks pretty damn good. Yeah. There's a couple of shots where you can see, like, his big fake feet. Yeah. Which must have been, like, weird to run in. Sure. It's like running in those, like, space boots you get when you break Mm -hmm. your ankle. So, like, you know, Chickless or the Stuntmen, depending on the shot or whatever, have to kind of, like, do, like, moon, like, run big, big steps. But, like... But it looks pretty good. Like, it's like imagine putting those Hulk hands on your face. Yes, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he breaks out of the hospital and then I guess walks to Brooklyn. To yeah. find Deb. To find Deb. Debbie. And he steals, a, you know, from a big and tall store, a trench coat and a hat. And he looks exactly like Raphael from the original Ninja Turtles. I was going to say, it's the Ninja Turtles disguise. No one like, will notice. Clearly, me. this man is not a turtle. Right. It's like. She just has a weird green face. Right. This six foot tall, 700 pound orange rock man but i won't notice him because it, it's new york he just went to the tanning bed for too long and his skin's very dry it's very dry wear your sunscreen folks <laughs> um he does a, a, a simpsons the fingers you have used to dial are too fat mm, yeah. he tries to call deb from the payphone across the street yeah and he ends up having to just get the operator to dial um Throughout the whole movie, he's constantly breaking almost everything he picks up or touches. Oh, yeah. Well, he, they almost completely switched him to metal cups. Yeah, he goes to a, a bar at one point. Deb sees him, and she's in, like, a nighty. Comes outside. She's like, she's like, Ben, I have a surprise for you. And he's like, yeah, I have a surprise for you, too. He's like, why don't you come outside? And, <laughs> and she's like, where are you? And he's like, right, before you say, before I step out, I want to explain, like, some stuff happened. But, like, remember when we said, like, we're together, like, through and through, thick and thin, no matter what? This is the, like, no matter what. And he steps out, and he's orange rock. And she just, like, screams and runs away. And somebody's like, hey, get away from her. And somebody's like, I saw the whole thing. I'm going to call the police. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so then he takes off. Uh, Very harsh. Like yeah. I said, like, if you, I, that was, like, my love of my life. But also what's weird is, like, if they were in that weird freak accident and they were in the hospital, why wouldn't they have told her? Yeah, right? Like, their families or, you know. Right. Like if, I was just like, that's weird. Although, I mean, also, this isn't a military thing. This is a private thing. That's fair. And so they might, you know, if he was just like, hey, maybe don't tell my wife, then they probably wouldn't have, you know? It's not like they have, like, a system in place for notifying next of kin. Hey, where was Doom's hospital? Where was the hospital? 
I have no idea because like he was Cause Johnny goes snowboarding. Yeah. He says like the best whatever the best the gnarliest best... powder is right outside the window. Yeah. Whatever he says. Yeah, I think it was like the gnarliest We're powder on this side of the more? Alps. But I was like, okay, does that mean that they are in Europe? And I'm like, no, maybe they're just like yeah, in Aspen or something. Because like, you know, because that... Ben like walks to Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> so like, where know. were they? Maybe like upstate New York. Maybe the Poconos. Poconos. <laughs> the Poconos. Yeah, look at that big orange guy. <laughs> yeah, that snowboarder's on fire. Because I mean, yeah, it's not like it's not like he got on a plane, you know. Right. Yeah. Like he has no money. He yeah. weighs seven hundred pounds. Yeah. They're like, so, uh, he can't get I get, like a commuter I guess, jet. I guess it's gonna it's, have to be the Poconos, right? I guess that's or, probably you know, the those, like beautiful. That's probably the closest like skiing to New York, right? Beautiful mountains in New York City. Yeah, right. And fucking Long Island. Yeah. Well, no, I was gonna say Brooklyn <laughs> got so gentrified these days that the mountains are gone now. <laughs> they raised them and put up a sweet green and a Starbucks. <laughs> oh, apparently they have. Um... Yes. It's the Poconos, right? Yeah, it says the closest skiing to New York City may be in Pennsylvania or New Jersey, but for the best skiing within a day's drive of Manhattan, head to the Catskills. Okay. So. The big, their big turning point as the Fantastic Four is Ben, depressed, is sitting on, is it the Brooklyn Bridge? Yeah, right, some kind imagine. of bridge. He's sitting on a bridge. And a guy gets up who's going to jump, and the guy throws his briefcase in, and Ben's like, hey, buddy. You think you have a hard? You think you got a, you know, you think, yeah, exactly. You think you got a hard look at me. And the guy's like freaking out. He's like, get away from me. Get away from me. He starts, for some reason, instead of climbing the fuck down, he starts backing across the, like, cross beam. And Ben's like, don't do that. That's bad. That's a bad idea. But now you're out over is, traffic. If you're going to kill yourself, why are you afraid of the big monster man? Right. Well, like, I guess, I guess you'd rather drown than potentially be eaten by a stone man. Is painful. I think so, too. too. I think I'd rather be pounded by a stone man. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Pounded to death by a stone. I man. said what I said. <laughs> You're like, I have some very conflicted emotions from growing up watching gargoyles. Oh boy, <laughs> why did they gotta make them so hot for? I mean, why does that one sound like Keith David? <laughs> um, send in the gargoyles. Send in the gargoyles. That's a joke for nobody. Uh, <laughs> All right. It's for you and me. All right. This guy falls off this crossbeam right in the middle of traffic. A big truck is hurtling at him. Ben jumps down, puts himself between the truck and the guy, causes a, like, 50-car fucking pile up on the bridge, which I'm sure kills, like, dozens of people. There's no way it doesn't. There's, like, literally no way. And for some reason, no, also, at, cool. at the tail end of it, there's a fire truck that is just, like, fishtailing off the side of the bridge. ass down this bridge so that when anything happens to it it can't possibly slow down in time and yeah fishtails it's hanging off over the side of the bridge they got and... a dalmatian in there for some fucking reason yeah. well it's so the dog can cover its eyes <laughs> it was very cute yeah it was very cute all the fantastic four use their powers they all you know rescue some people do some stuff uh briefly because weren't they, they they all had left because like oh ben escaped me yeah. have to go find him they That's went to right. go yeah they were like he's i know where he went he went back to brooklyn to, to talk to debbie and then, I, yeah, they're like, they oh, shit, crazy shit's happening on the bridge. And they go there and briefly Jessica Alba is in her underwear for a, an hilarious joke Band about service. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and what is what is the whole point of her turning invisible? Well, she turns invisible in front of everybody. Because she, she they're like they like they couldn't get past the police barricade or whatever. Right. And so they were going to have her do it because so, she because right. she can turn invisible. But 
her clothes don't turn invisible. Right. So that's why I... So she took off all her... Eventually, she takes off all her clothes. She's invisible. But then Johnny and Reed just meet her on the other side of the police barrier. And he's got... You know, Johnny's got all her clothes. So I'm like, why did she have to be invisible? So we could see her vulvas. Right. And I'm just like, that doesn't make any sense, but fine. And so they all, you know, chip in and save different people on the bridge. And so Ben ultimately pulls this entire fire truck back up onto the bridge and saves all these firemen and the police are like you know got their guns drawn like you know you hands in the air whatever and and a fireman walks up and is like makes the cop lower his gun he's like nah he's a hero and then now everybody loves him and they're like what's you guys what's your fucking deal and anyway this is where they get the name the fantastic four they're calling they're calling you mr fantastic and all that kind of crap Mm -hmm. they make reed again the most awkward man give uh, an impromptu press conference the fire chief is like, which one to use the leader? And Johnny's like, that would be me. And he goes, yeah, but no, really. <laughs> which is funny. Yeah. Reed, of course, because he's awkward and puts his foot in his mouth, he's like, well, we're going to, you know, we don't know what this is. We're going to go study our symptoms. And, like, immediately a ripple goes through the crowd of people being like, is this contagious? Like, oh, my yeah, God, what's like happening? said the S word. It's like, let's not strike fear in everybody's hearts. Um, they go back to Reed's home base we're introduced to, the Baxter building, which mm-hmm. in the comics is there. That's where... It's uh, originally the Baxter building. Later, it's known as Four Freedoms Plaza. Uh, I don't remember if it's a different building or if the Baxter building is destroyed by some villain or another and it's rebuilt as Four Freedoms Plaza. It has a big mm-hmm. four on top. Mm. I do remember that. Yeah. Classy. Yeah, it's cool. It's it's a four on every side. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's cool. They, that's where they see their mailman, who is a real comic book character, Willie Lumpkin, played by Stan Lee. Gives them their mail. That's the thing I think I miss the most is the Stan Lee cameos. Yeah. They were terrible, but That's in a predictable way. Yeah. Right. I still, my favorite is still the Avengers, where he's like, superheroes in New York? Yeah. That's crazy. And then that was it. I like, because it's the worst, like, it's the sweatiest one. I like, um, it's Iron Man 2 or 3 or something. It's the one where he goes, are you Tony Stank? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, like, Don Cheadle's like, yeah, that's him. Tony Stank. You're Tony Stank now. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably and my then, favorite. What, so I think it was Deadpool's where he was like the MC at the strip club, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. One of the Spider-Mans, uh, I think he plays... So I think one of them he plays basically Larry King, and another one he plays basically Hugh Hefner. Mm. And I think it's like a red carpet thing, and he's like, Hef! And it cuts over to Stanley with like, you know, beautiful women or whatever. <laughs> it's like, I, I wish they'd kept this going. I'm like, what other old, old man celebrity? They should have had him play Vince McMahon. Yeah, oh, man. They should have been like at a wrestling event and been like, oh, it's Vince McMahon. And you just see like Stanley doing the Vince walk, and he's like, oh, you're boy. fired, true believer. <laughs> Everybody moves into the Baxter building. Doom just comes in and shows up. He's like, yeah, Sue, come back. She's like unpacking. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now you can move into uh, my place. And she's like, no, I'm going to stay here. And then he gets mad. And we realize that he is, because he, he gets real mad. And he, he's like, I guess he's stronger now. And he punches the elevator. And like and his also, knuckles are split and they're nettle. The lights flicker. The and lights he's flicker, like, Fix yeah. Your, pay your electric bill. Right. Is what he says. And read. they've done a couple of that. Like he gets mad. The power fluctuates around him. And it's like, oh, I wonder what that is. So they're setting it up. But basically, he will have metal skin and be electric by the end of the film. His face, like, is, like it splits. You know, he's got, like, 
a little bit of metal poking through here and the there. Very but... stylish scar. Yeah, it's like yeah. the villain scar thing. Like yeah. it's a scar that just makes you kind of more handsome. Mm-hmm. But then he feels by the end of the movie, he feels he's so hideous that he takes a humanitarian award that he was given by the people of Latveria, which in the comics, Doom is the like sovereign ruler of the fictional country of Latveria. Uh, but he's got a humanitarian award in this that is just a perfect ma- a mask that perfectly fits his face and looks exactly like Doctor Doom's mask. So he puts that on, and I was like, "That's pretty sweaty." As like a way to get him to look like Doom from the comics, they're like, "Oh, we got to get him in the metal mask." Like that's what people want. And it's like I know it's like you know it's like a BAFTA or something he's got, <laughs> but he's just like, "Oh yeah, I'll wear this now." Like wondering what I could use this for. <laughs> Although didn't like one of those investors for his company, they basically did go like basically go back to your like where you came from. Oh yeah, yeah. They're like and, go back like, to Latveria then. Latveria. I was mm. like, because at first like wait, that's not a real country, right? <laughs> no, yeah, no. no. Okay, no. No, it's one of the good fake countries where you're like that actually sounds real because it doesn't yeah. sound specifically like a another one. Yeah, yeah. It sounds a little bit like Latvia, but not enough to. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, you know. It's got like the like Bulgaria, like, yeah. You know, yeah. It's like a perfect yeah. like oh yeah. you you kind of even can basically guess where it might be on a map. Yeah, like and like uh, yes, I could foresee the name Von Doom being from of, Latveria. Like from oh Latveria. yes, that seems like a Latvian name. Well, yes. Like let's see, what other fake countries are there? Are in like all of the I well, mean, there's like, Wakanda. I mean, yeah, Wakanda, which um, also is a great fake name. Yeah, I know. What is it? The Princess Diaries is Cord. No, it's not Cordovia. That's Bojack Horseman. What's the Princess Diaries one? It's Geography Time all with Hate the, Watch, all Great of, Watch. All of the smart things got pushed out of my brain. Genovia from the Princess Diaries. Wakanda from Black... I'm looking at the list. Fredonia. That's the one I was trying to remember. Ah. From Duck Soup. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Florin from the Princess Bride. Oh, yeah. Zabrauka, I guess, is from the Grand Budapest Hotel, but I have not seen mm, that. I don't know. You haven't seen that movie? That's the only, it, uh, yeah, it's the it's, only Wes Anderson I haven't watched yet. Oh, I have it, but I've been like... What Wes Anderson movie. Like, yeah. Literally, like, I think it might be my favorite. I've been saving it. What's, That's fair. What's the uh, country from that uh, Tom Hanks movie where he can't leave the airport? The Terminal? Um, yeah. I don't know. Oh, there's Zamunda oh. from Coming to America. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen the terminal, so please excuse if I butcher the pronunciation, but it's uh, Krakosia. Right, but also there's no one from there, so they can't really get mad at you. Yeah, that's true. They can't really prove that's not how it's said. But yeah. Unless Tom Hanks has a problem with your pronunciation, in which case, Tom Hanks, come on the show. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I want to ask you a question about well, whether you've ever sworn in a film, because every time I think about it, I can't picture it. Yeah, yeah I don't <laughs> feel like I've ever heard Tom Hanks say the fuck word. I'm 100% sure he has. But when I think of Tom Hanks saying, like, fuck you, like, it just goes, like, scene deleted. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> I think the most irked I've seen him was in Turner and Hooch, followed by You've Got Mail. And I don't think he swears in either of those. No. That's the thing is, like, I just can't picture it. We uh, For a while, we wanted to do a side podcast called Tom fucking Hanks, and we would watch every <laughs> Tom Hanks movie and keep track of whether or not he swore at all. <laughs> I know he, he gets pretty hot and heavy in Toy Story. Yeah, Lots that's of fun right. bombs. Fuck you, Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he is also pretty yeah, pretty irked in Toy Story. He does. Yeah. Tom Hanks does Mad really well. Yeah. In the Money Pit, he oh, he is pit. furious and losing his mind, and it's like the best performance of that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. He gets stuck in a hole in the floor like overnight. 
and has a complete breakdown and is like hallucinating. Uh-huh. And he's doing like crazy laughing, which Tom Hanks does so well. Yes. Old like yeah. classic comedy Tom Hanks. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. It's it was it was perfect. Chef's kiss. I'm happy that he has transitioned to like, you know, grander things and got himself a bunch of you know, Oscar winning pictures and things, but like, boy, what I wouldn't give for Tom Hanks to just show up in a fucking money pit type lame ass comedy now. Yeah. Oh, it'd be so good. Anyway, it's a lot of montages for the middle of the movie. They're testing their powers. Reed is trying to build a machine that will mimic yeah. the solar storm to either like reverse them or he's, well, it might well, kill them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's. The idea is to reverse it, which I was telling, I was saying to Hunter, I'm like, it's like the amnesia cure of like, oh, he got bonked on the head once, right. let's bonk you on the head again to fix it. Right. Fred Flintstone got hit on the head. Now he <laughs> thinks he's a mobster. How do we fix it? Hit him on the head again. Yeah. Because yeah, like, and that, that also builds up his indecisiveness because they're like, when's it going to be ready? And they're read, when's it going to be ready? He's like, well, no, if I get this wrong, it could do bad things to us. And I right. cannot have that on my conscience. I already destroyed your lives by making you go to space with me. Um, right. Did you notice in that scene that Ben is trying to pick up a fork to eat some fruit with? Yes. And it's a cankle fork. No, I didn't notice it was a cankle it, fork. It's, it's oh. got barely any divot into the that handle. It is. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Cursed ass cutlery. Oh, man. Also, this is the second time in the movie that he's trying to pick something up and failing, and I kind of want to cry. With this, it was because it was cankle fork, and it's terrible. But the one before that was like when Debbie just leaves her wedding ring on the bridge and stuff, and he's trying to pick it up, and he can't get his hand around it oh, and it's so, so sad, sad. Oh, oh my yeah. god and Her- reed comes and picks it up for him. allegedly that was ad-libbed oh really that's great. and it's so good man yeah. oh, damn i know i know yeah that's a great detail i was gonna say the other he can't pick stuff up is when he's well he picks something up in that bar uh-huh. that's right yeah yeah, yeah. But, like you can't pick like, up his uh bourbon yeah because yeah. it was like right after like they save the city because he comes in the bar and everyone's like everybody's like whispering and whatever and the bartender's like hey this is ben Grimm. yeah the only guy from brooklyn to ever go to the space so you show respect and i was like oh this is great mm. and then he goes to sit on the bench the bench or the the stool and that breaks and it he gets shatters. up and people are like trying not to laugh and he's like that's not funny <laughs> which really made me laugh <laughs> goddamn prank chair yeah and then yeah. the bartender pours him he's like you know pours him a drink and it smashes and He's like, he's like, he's like, you know, I'll pour you another. He's like, and they get a double, and then uh, Alicia Masters, who is a character from the comics, yeah, and is uh, played by Kerry Washington. Yeah, and she's oh, she's like, Carrie. make it a triple, you know, put it on my tab. Ben like is holding the glass very like gingerly, and he's like, if there's a god, he hates me, and and Kerry <laughs> Washington goes like, she, she's not into hate, and he's like, well, you know, if you could see me, you know, whatever. She's like. Well, let me see you. And she comes over and she does the, like, touching his face. And mm-hmm. and she's clearly got the hots for this giant stone man. So maybe yeah. she also grew up watching Gargoyles. It's important to also note that she's blind. She's not sighted and, like, just touching his <laughs> right, that's face true. Yeah. because she just wants to touch it. Like, she doesn't so, uh, have yeah. vision. In the comics, uh, Alicia Masters is uh, Ben Grimm's, like, on-again, off-again girlfriend for, like, a long, long, long time. You know, comics, very few people get married. And when they do get married, it usually doesn't. Yeah, someone usually dies. somebody like dies, gets brought back to life, and right. dies again. Right. Whatever. Evil. Yeah. Right. Or they have or... a kid. The kid gets sucked in an alternate dimension. It right. really puts a strain on your relationship. 
you know. Yes. They make a deal with the devil. Yeah. And that negates like 20 years of uh, continuity yep. so they can, you know, be a teenager yep. dating again. And it's uh, just sometimes all... the fish guy from the seas trying to mack on your wife. Not the one that you're thinking of. What is this one? I'm talking about uh, Namor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Specifically yeah. being into Sue Storm. Sue Storm. Everyone's into Sue Storm. <laughs> Sue Storm is everybody's, like, number one Pornhub search in, like, the Marvel Universe. Uh-huh. Every character. It seriously is. Doom and Reed Richards and her have, like, a, you know, love triangle mm-hmm. in those early comics for, like, a long time. Reed and Sue are the only couple that got married in comics, and I think it, like, stuck. Yeah. Other, like, who were, like, characters on their own mm-hmm. for a long time before that. Yeah. Um, Cyclops and Jean Grey got married, but I think it was a clone. Um, oh. Peter Parker and Mary Jane got married, but that was the, they made a deal with the devil to save his Aunt May, and that negated, like, ten years of continuity, so now they weren't married anymore. Like, all oh, that shit, that shit always yeah. happens. Yeah, sure. That old chestnut. Yeah. <laughs> It's all nonsense. I think Superman and Lois Lane have gotten married a couple times, and yeah. that shit always gets restarted every couple of years. But DC mm-hmm. has a built-in contingency where they just do, like, Crisis on Infinite Earths, where yeah. all these parallel worlds fight, and then when everything resets, continuity's, like, whatever they want, so. Did Batman ever officially marry anybody? I know he so had... So, I think he was, like, don't talk about it, Vegas married to Rachel Gould's daughter, Talia. Yeah, well, I know they had a kid, right? Yeah, but I think they had, like, a, they had like a ceremony in the... League of Assassins church oh. or whatever, but not like yeah. a Christian marriage. I don't yeah. know what religion is Batman. Who knows? Probably Protestant. Big like Catholic vibes. So yeah, the, uh, Alicia Alicia Masters and, and Ben Grimm dated for years and years and years. Her uncle in the comics is the Puppet Master, a guy who makes um, like figures out of clay and can control them. Yeah, through magic or something or science. I don't remember. Yeah, his name is Philip Masters, right? <laughs> the Puppet Master. Maybe. That was something I read at the, the, you know, oh, did you know she's this and stuff? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't read the comics. Yeah, he was like another... I was, I was laughing and it's like, oh, Philip Masters, the Puppet Master. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, all the, yeah, names, yeah. Back in the day, all the names. Oh, I know. Like yeah, it's like first name and then your last name is the thing that you do. Yeah. Yeah, and also like, yeah, the comics, they're always like, because uh, back in the day, it wasn't, the way comics are now where you're like, Oh, I'm writing a whole world. And I have this Bible of like, it was just like, I write this thing. Maybe people like it and they want me to write a second issue. Right. So I have to be able to keep all this shit straight in my yeah, head. That's fair. why everybody's name is like, not everybody, but a lot of characters like Peter Parker, you yeah. know, Clark Kent, the stuff you can remember, like alliterative names or whatever. Mm-hmm. Reed um, Richards. Reed Richards. Yeah. Sue Storm. Huh? Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Then they would do stuff where it's like, Oh yeah, this is this character's name is like, you know, the black cat. And so then his name is like Blake Catword. And you're yeah. just like, God, that's so fucking dumb. How could uh-huh. this how could this have happened? <laughs> it's like because if I don't have his name be Blake Catword, I'm never gonna fucking remember him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, for some reason I had a false memory that they teased the puppet master in this movie. Is he in this does, does anybody seen the Silver Surfer one? Is he in that at all? No, I have not seen that. I, I don't I if I, I saw did. the Silver Disney Surfer, Plus I don't remember it. Strongly suggested I watched it after, mm-hmm. and I did not. Well, fun fact: we tried to log into Disney Plus, and it was like you're not you're not uh, logged in. You have to like sign up through your provider or whatever. And I was like, I, I don't have time for this. I have the DVD. So we put the DVD on and started with uh, trailers. Oh. And oh yeah, that's the, that's a thing that they used to do. Yeah. On DVDs. Uh, it started with the trailer. First one. Was the anti-piracy trailer, you mm-hmm. wouldn't steal a handbag. 
Oh. You wouldn't steal a mobile phone, is what it said. I was like, oh boy, this is old. You wouldn't steal a DVD. I was like, I have actually stolen DVDs. Then it goes, why would you buy pirated DVDs? I was like, why would why would I buy them? I would just download it for free myself. Yes. That's what piracy is. You're just talking about alternative commerce. That's not piracy. <laughs> so that really cracked me up. I haven't seen that actual ad in so long that I forgot. I thought it was like, don't download things. But it's like, don't buy bootlegs <laughs> from a guy. Like, do they even sell bootlegs anymore? I can't remember the last time I saw a bootleg guy at the train station. Yeah, every once in a while there will be a dude on, like, the train. I don't ride the train as much anymore, but who will be like, movies got, you know, whatever the fuck is that. I got Aquaman 2, you know, or whatever. I'm waiting for someone to have Napoleon on the L. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have to. Got Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer. It's a deal. Two for one, Barbenheimer. (laughs) So then it was uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah. Oh. With Brangelina. and gracious. Hey, did you remember that Vince Vaughn is in that movie? Because I sure didn't. Yeah. No. What? Yeah. Yeah. Allison was like, I don't remember Vince Vaughn's movie. I was like, me either. Who could? Yeah. Yeah, he's in it. I what? guess yeah. I guess he's like Brad Pitt's friend. <laughs> like, like the, like the comedic, like and the, he's com- playing... the comedic relief or whatever. Yeah, and he's playing basically the character. It's the same, I don't know if this is a character, but it's the same joke as in, um, Wedding Crashers, when they go to, like, the guy that created Wedding Crashing, and it's mm. Will Ferrell. And he's yeah. like, nah, where's the meatloaf? You know, yeah. it's that, but it's, it's it's Vince Vaughn going like, bah, I almost shot you! <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, like, it's a doing a he's a loser, lives at home, like, yeah. gag. And I was like, oh boy. Yeah. And then the last one is a movie I don't remember ever existing called Rebound. Starring Martin Lawrence, who is like a professional NBA coach and then gets uh, kicked out of the league for like, he throws a temper tantrum and yeah. gets kicked out of the game. And as he's getting kicked out, he kicks a uh, a basketball and it hits like a beloved mascot bird and kills it. Oh. So he gets like ejected from the league forever. Why do I vaguely recall this? I have no Now that yeah. you're saying it, I feel like so I he, saw that. So he has to teach high yes. school basketball. Middle school. Oh, it's middle basketball. school basketball. Yeah, even worse. Yeah. 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 And then... As if all that wasn't, like, crazy enough where I was like, I have no recollection of this movie at all. What's that? What's that? What's that playing in the background? What's Oh, that's Korn's cover of Word Up by Cameo. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what's the Word Up, Word Up. Have you ever <laughs> seen the music video for that? No. Oh, my God. Because, like, so I used to watch, like, MTV, like, while I would get ready for school because it was just, like, music videos. And I, if I recall correctly, it's literally just, like, CGI and like corns heads on dogs and they're just dogs like oh, roaming around my the neighborhood. God. It's so because uh. when I first saw it, I'm like, wait, is this word up? Like cameo <laughs> word up? And I'm like, why is corn covering this song? Corn did do great covers. They just didn't do them great. <laughs> they picked great <laughs> songs, but like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh boy, it's Corn's cover word up. I have heard this. Well, after we're done recording, we got the fun. We got to, yeah, yeah. Well, we got to watch if this. It's yeah. What I remember, I uh-huh. feel like that was the music video. So, this is uh, the point in the film when I went to the bathroom briefly. And when I came back, Dr. Doom was killing people. So, Allison, what did I miss? Oh, wait. What did you miss? You missed, um, oh, well, so, I mean, honestly, it was like, yeah, a little montage of them building the uh, the chamber that they were yeah. going to use to okay. make the gamma rays and stuff. It's like how awkward it is that they're all living together, and it's a bit of, you know, Johnny trying to prank Ben. With the shaving cream. Yeah. While he's asleep. Oh, the yeah. feather. Yeah, that old chestnut. Victor Von Doom 
is getting checked out by his doctor, and he is, is when he becoming, starts killing people. Yeah, well, he becomes increased. He's becoming increasingly more metal. The doctor is giving him about two to three weeks before he's like almost entirely metal. He's like, yeah, it's like two to three weeks before the change is you know complete, and he's like two to three menopause. Weeks. Well, and he's like, he's like, what change? And he's like, I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> like my joke. That change. When you're yeah. saying he's gonna be increasingly more metal, it's like two to three weeks, and you're gonna be going traveling around the world to see King Diamond. Mm-hmm. That's pretty damn metal. But yeah, but so then the doctor starts going off of like, we got to tell the like CDC and stuff like, what if this is, you know, contagious, we could have right. an epidemic on our hands and stuff. And then Dr. Doom starts his quips where he throws the guy into like the light board that you put x-rays on yeah. and stuff. And he looks deadish and he's just like, I'm going to get a second opinion. Right. <laughs> and walks out. Really? Yeah, like, I know. There should have been a guitar riff there. Yeah, there should there should be like a. Sting. I think it was just a more like ominous like dun dun. Yeah, the only person that gets like yeah. shreddy guitar is when they introduce uh, Johnny at the beginning of the movie. They're like, just anytime Johnny does a thing, well, yeah. Sue's like, we already have a pilot. You remember my brother Johnny, right? It's like, <gasps> isn't that when they start playing the butt rock? Yeah, when they're on the way to the. I think that's the butt rock. He's riding a motorcycle, kissing a girl who we then see is in a car. Yeah. And he's just riding alongside being awesome and on a leather jacket. <laughs> yeah, and, that's that's and they're playing you know, the Velvet Revolver yeah. song. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, Yeah, that's a cool guy. He fucks. Yeah, yeah. that guy fucks. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love this is the metric that <laughs> it's like, yeah, does this guy fuck or no? We didn't create fucks. the metric. We were just observing and reporting on the metric. <laughs> oh I know. But yeah, so then you were back in time for yeah. uh, Johnny being like, well, Doom kills I'm a couple so more tired. guys. He, okay. he goes, I don't oh, know. Oh, it's, kind of... it's the investors that fired yeah. him oh, and were yeah. like, he's just like, meet, met him in the park because they're like, oh, no hard feelings, Victor. It's just business. Yeah. And then he does a murder and he's <laughs> most, I forget what his quips were, yeah, but he's... I'm sure it was something along the lines of, yeah, this is also just business. Yeah. Right. And, I'm uh, becoming metal. There are only hard feelings. That's a good one. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. He also breaks in like a storage like thing and is stealing. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. WMDs. And yeah. WMDs and shit. And he, I'm sure he's got quips for those guys. He kills them. So, yeah. Then Johnny goes to the X Games. But first, on his way there, he's in his hot little car and some guy pulls up, also a muscle car, and he's like, hey, hey, dude, you want a drag race or whatever? And Johnny's like, and he's like, ready? And like the light turns green. And the guy, like, tries to peel out, and his car doesn't move, and it's because as Johnny, Johnny drives off, wheels. it reveals that he melted the tires completely. <laughs> yeah, then he goes to the X Games. He does, like, a stunt. Everybody's like, that was cool, but, like, you can set on fire, so would you do that, please? So he does that. But he falls and almost flies, and then he, like, stands up, and his, like, uniform, you know, the uh, motocross onesie is all burnt up. And so he takes it off, and he's got the unstable molecules uh, suit underneath which oh, is yeah. what they went that... to space in yeah we didn't talk about yeah, the we suits. didn't talk about the suits no um it's a it's a thing in the comics conveniently as they are going into space they all get these suits that are made from unstable particles i guess is what they're unstable s- molecules uh, yeah so they yeah. keep what? the hot things hot and the cold things cold or whatever i think yeah is what that's what he said. says uh, but i was yeah. like what part of your body is i guess to keep you cool but i'm like is it yeah yeah, I think was, it's, was he talking yeah. about like oh so his balls don't get too hot or like... <laughs> I don't know if Johnny necessarily cares about his fertility more just about no more his, uh... no more athlete's crotch yeah. yeah right yeah in the comics they're not invented until later 
Yeah. Reed Richards invents, uh, you know, or harnesses unstable molecules to make the suits mm -hmm. so that Sue doesn't have to get naked every time she wants to be invisible. Yeah. And John you know, doesn't burn his clothes off and right. he can stretch. Right. Yeah. And like, it's a material that can withstand the things, you know, stone exterior and stuff without tearing and, you know, mm -hmm. all that. It's just an excuse for them to have uniforms. Yeah. But, but yeah, but yeah. so in this, it's the suits they're going to wear out into space also got bombarded by the gamma rays. So it this is where it gets kind of hand wavy. It like yeah. did a thing. So they've adapted as well. Yeah. Yeah. The unstable molecules now have right. melded with they our do, weird freak powers. Yeah, they do what they do in the comics. Um, there was also some plants up there that got bombarded with uh, the, the cosmic rays, but they don't matter in the actual movie. We watched the deleted scenes afterwards, and mm. there's one scene of reed trying out the chamber on one of the flowers that had been bombarded and when he you know he does it and it lights up and whatever and when he reopens it the plant like the stem has mutated mm. and melded with the glass of the canister that it's in so it's like gotcha. both. but yeah i was like oh right because I, I i was like oh it's there's definitely a plant and i couldn't remember what the move how the movie worked so i was like Maybe Doom does something with the plant, and that's how he gets his powers. Because yeah, I also no. remembered him developing them like later, you know, after the Fantastic Four do. And yeah. I was like, I was like, maybe yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, no, it was I think yada yada part of the experimentation that they were doing with the the gamma rays. Are they gamma rays in the thing? Did they say gamma rays? Because gamma rays is traditionally the Hulk. Oh, okay. They might not. I think I just call them that because I don't know enough about. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I think they called them to, referred to it as like the storm. I think they called them the co like cosmic rays or whatever. Okay. Um, that's in in the comics. That was it was they were bombarded with cosmic rays. Okay. But they might have also made them gamma rays over the years. I don't I don't read all the comics all the time. Yeah. They may not have actually said that. I might be editorializing. Yeah, it's fine. I was just curious if that was a drop yeah. thing. Because like, it, it would also make sense for them to be like, oh, gamma rays. Because like, we're going to use that with Hulk. I so. don't remember if that was how the chamber was actually described or if it was just how I thought it was being described. Gotcha. Yeah. And in theory, wouldn't that timeline have been with the Ang Lee Hulk? That movie's good. <laughs> it's not great. The it's... ending is nuts. Yeah. But it does stuff in it where they try to mimic like comic book panels. Um, I do remember that that was pretty cool. Yeah, not just by like, oh, it turns like a like creep show, like it turns into a drawing for a second, but just like the way they transition from one thing to the next. And I was like, I was like, boy, it's it's crazy, but now it feels very refreshing. Like yeah. now that we've been bombarded with the MCU and then also DC trying to copy the MCU, but darker, right? But yeah. like serious, not serious business. Look how serious Aquaman is, or whatever. And it's like, whatever. That's all nonsense this Guy is why we talks haven't... to fish it's why we haven't done any of those movies is because like it's such a kettle of fish to like even talk about any of them is like yeah because they are all interweaving them all like they did with the comics and stuff that to the point where it's becoming really difficult to look at these things as individual right the thing films. i used to read comics a lot yeah the reason i stopped is because everything everything was either part of some huge crossover you know, thing or building up to or the result of a huge crossover thing. And I was just yeah, like, that's why I don't read superhero comics in general, yeah, yeah. really. Like, I read lots of other. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, the yeah, like, but... traditional, like, superhero, big, yeah. big two Marvel and DC stuff is that it, everything was like, oh, cool, this is a cool story. And then, like, the last panel is like, buy 14 different comics this month to get the whole story as part of, you know, House of X Train or whatever. And I'm just like, I don't give a fuck about this. And then I just was out. These things are good 
when they come along once in a while, it's a big idea and it's handled well. Mm-hmm. But when you do it, like when everything is just building up to some other big crossover and I you're forcing me to read a thing rather than just making things that are good that I want to read, that's when I'm out. Yeah. And that's what it feels like is happening with the movies. Yeah. You're not making movies where I'm like, oh, I really want to see this. Mm-hmm. It's like, I know, like, oh, I really want to see, like, I like Paul Rudd. Yeah. He's going to be Ant-Man. But I know going to see this fucking Quantumania movie, there's going to be, like, 25 tops minutes of just, mm-hmm. like, Paul Rudd being fun, being Ant-Man. And we're going to be front-loading a bunch of shit, setting up movies down the road, you know, doing all other yeah. characters so that we can maybe spin off the other character. I'm just like, I don't care about this. It's not fun anymore. And it also all starts to look like garbage. And also, um, not but- to bring it back to Shang-Chi again, I really, it was very refreshing that that movie didn't really connect with any no. of the other movies until, like, the very end. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when I was like, oh, yeah, they haven't, they hadn't made a Marvel movie like that in a yeah. long-ass time. Yeah, that felt like, okay, like, the first Ant-Man does kind of feel like its own thing pretty much until the end. It's the same thing. My only problem is, like, when it gets to be too much of just, like, oh, it's just a bunch of CGI guys fighting, yeah. then what? I don't care. That like, was my big issue with uh, the most... At this, at the recording of this, the most recent um, Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. It was directed by Sam Raimi, but only maybe like a quarter to a third of the movie felt like Raimi. And the rest of it was definitely like these, you know, big uh, CGI set pieces. Yeah, previs and, things and, previs and, stuff. Yeah. and stuff that you have to put in because right. we need this character to exist so we can make, you know, their movie in two movies. Yeah. And so it's like, it also makes things that would normally be a draw for me be less of a draw because right. I don't actually get, like, the style of the people that I, I'm interested in seeing their work on screen because it's all this right. other stuff to lay out. They hire somebody know. that yeah. has a, a name and a reputation, but then they don't really let them, you know. Direct half the damn thing. Yeah. Right. I don't know. The, and the MCU started off making movies that felt like movies that weren't all great, mm-hmm. but they felt like individual movies that were part of a larger thing. Yeah. Whereas they've now become exactly indistinguishable tonally from the DC stuff where it just seems like they're trying to fast track to get to the next thing. Yeah. Like, it took 10 years for them to make the first Avengers movie. They were, they, you know, right. Iron Man came out 10 yeah. years before Avengers came out. Right. And that felt like a good buildup where you were excited for the Avengers. And then they put out, you know, there's like five Avengers movies now. And, you know, I mean, and, and they also snuck in, the, there's four of them, and then there's a secret one where they snuck in everybody into Civil War. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel like at this point, because everything's so, like, intersected, it's like every movie's a freaking Avengers movie at this point. Right. Because yeah. it's not like, Black Panther was another really great example of, like, yeah. them being kind of cordoned off from the whole yeah. rest of the extended universe until, like, the post credit scene. Yeah. And like, yeah, I don't mind you, you being like, oh, Usually the first yeah. movie yeah. gets to be that its own movie, and right. then it's any of the sequels now are so wrapped right. up Then they think they've hooked else. us. Right. And that's how you get Ant-Man and the Wasp, which yeah. is like, they, you know, they tried to write a fun movie in there, but so much of it is bogged down by everything else. You're just mm-hmm. like, well, this can't be fun now. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Just miss the days where it felt like things were their own whole things, and also where things sort of had their own separate tones. Yeah. Nugget Boy, he has a lot of opinions. Hi. What's up? What's up, Big Bug? Do you like Doctor Doom? Hunter didn't really. No, nah, he's my only problem with the movie. It's just that that performance does it. It's fine. It's a fine performance. It just doesn't match what Doom ought to be. And also, like, this is a movie with a big orange rock guy, so you can go big. Yeah. Like, I was saying, it's not like a grounded, realistic take on 
superheroes. Like, that guy's on fire and he's flying around. This guy's made of rocks. Like, you can be goofy and big. It's fine. Yeah. It's like there was the whole even build up to him getting to say it's clobbering time. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and then you're like, yay, he said the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he said CM Punk's catchphrase. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> That's what he should have. <laughs> there's a bit where Johnny comes up he's like look they made an action figure of you and Ben's like leaving he's storming out of the Baxter building but he should have been like oh yeah I took the I took the voice chip from a CM Punk toy <laughs> that would have been uh, funny for me this is why they won't let me direct a Fantastic Four movie well you just be having Victor Von Doom running around being like I'm VVD <laughs> that's right <laughs> I was doing the Rob Van Dam thumbs yeah alright so I'll say look in that's my good eyes casting. what do you see CM Punk gets a royalty <laughs> alright so so RVD as Doctor Doom I could see that that would be alright yeah that'd be fun it's a good recast alright who he's a little more mild mannered than I'd you know be inclined to go but I I think he could turn it on yeah like go, go big yeah alright Who'd, who'd you cast as uh, the rest of Fantastic Four? Oh, you had uh, the thing. Yeah, I had the, th- the thing. It's very clearly Eddie Kingston. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie Kingston is perfect. The thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have no, I have no notes. No, that's, yeah, a, that's no perfect. Notes, cast. No I was comments. Like, yep. There's yeah. none. If you're trying to get a Johnny Storm that, that acts like this Johnny Storm, you have a couple of people you could go with. Yeah, I feel like up. Sammy Guevara would be. Sammy's kind of a good call Sammy for. Sammy Guevara would be good. Yeah. Um, but also, if you wanted to go in the opposite direction, I could also see you doing Hook. Hook would be very funny, yeah. as Johnny Storm. <laughs> but like one that doesn't talk. Yeah, exactly. yeah, quiet, reserved Johnny Storm. Actions, not words, Johnny Storm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so also the same thing. If you wanted uh, Von Doom to be like bigger and crazier, you could get Danhausen for that. Oh God. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> Unless Danhausen's just himself in the movie, just mm-hmm. as a cameo. <laughs> but Doom, Doom running around being like, you're a cast, would be pretty good. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I take it back. Read my chance. You're a yeah. cast. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Storm, you don't even have to really change half her name. Yeah. She's Sue Storm out of the box. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so who's, who's Reed who's Richards? stretchy That one's hard. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. My initial thought was, well, Angelico's already lanky. <laughs> <laughs> it's not I bad. just, I don't know. I kind of just want it to be Brian Danielson. <laughs> but like, as like a violence pervert, Reed Richards. Just make it RJ. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't entirely hate that. No, that'd be good. He's yeah. even got the nice little shock of gray on the side. Yeah. He could play the awkwardness. Yeah, I gotta say, I like, I really like the casting in this. I like uh, Young Griffith as uh, as Reed Richards. He has like a good face for it. Yeah, yes, he yeah. has like a, a kind of overly expressive face. Yeah, where it like, and he doesn't actually use it as much in this as I was hoping. But like, he kind of like, if he did like, you know, Jim Carrey rubber facey shit, oh, like <laughs> it kind of would have worked in this. Yeah, but yeah, his face, like his eyes are just like a hair too big, where he looks like it looks, you know, caricature ish almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I say this as somebody with tiny little beady eyes, like a squirrel. Where did we even leave off? Johnny did... was at the X Games because he unveils yeah. that he has put a four on his suit to be part of the Fantastic Four branding. And that is when everybody else... Uh... He also gives them their code names in an after X Games interview. Oh, he does. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's like, well, I'm the Human Torch. And they're like, you know, well, who's this? And he's like, that's the Invisible Girl. And it cuts to Jessica Alba being like, girl. Yeah. And... 
They're like, they're calling, you know, him Mr. Fantastic. And he's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and it uh, cuts to the Baxter building. They're like, well, you could have done worse. And they're like, what? What about this? What's this thing? He's like, that's it. It's the thing. And and that's when Ben's like, I'm going to kill him. Yeah. So uh, then he goes down there um, and uh, Johnny's car, which has torched as it's. Uh, yeah. Speaking of guys vanity with, plate. with yeah. vanity plates. Yeah. Torched. And he comes outside. He's like, where's my car? And a fucking ball, yeah. you know. Yeah, he wads oh. that up like, you know. Kleenex. Right, yeah. Tosses it out there yeah, and he's like, like you're a... dead. And then they start mm-hmm. fighting. And it's, it's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty dangerous for anybody standing around. A lot of people standing around that could get residual rocks or flames. Yeah, but... like, I feel like it'd be, humans are pretty flammable. Yeah, tend to be, yeah. Also, it's 2005 in New York and there's a fight happening and nobody yelled World Star. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> no one's got their, like, flip phone out. No. But, which, I mean, also, I guess it bears mentioning they're building up to, like, how Johnny needs to control his heat because they don't want him to go supernova. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they're like, you know, he's like, watch out, Johnny, don't go, you know, like. Yeah, during the testing montage, they're like, all right, Johnny, you know, you're topping out at whatever. Now, time to back it down. And he's like, no, I can go hotter. And he's like, you know, increasing the intensity and the scale is climbing and things are starting to melt. And then they have to spray him with, like, coolant foam. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Johnny, you hit, you know, almost like whatever, 400,000 degrees or whatever. It's the temperature of the sun. He's like, pretty cool. I was like, no, it would literally ignite the Earth's atmosphere and destroy all life on Earth. And he's like, oh, so that's bad. He's like, yes, that was like a supernova. And he's like, supernova, bad. Got it. Yeah. And they set that up. It comes into play later, kind of, but it sucks. Yeah. Because right. they treat it, we'll get there. Yeah. They treat it like the crossing the streams in Ghostbusters and it's not that. Yeah. This is when we get Ben and Doom at the diner. Yeah, ben Doom's is trying to sow the seeds of discord amongst... Yeah. Uh, he's like, Reed ben, could, uh, you know... Yeah. Doom, he's yeah. like, Reed should be helping you because you're a fucking ugly freak, but he's out banging my girl. And that's basically what it is. Yeah. So yeah. then Ben's like, well, let me finish eating all these pancakes and drinking his milkshake. Priorities. A large king. Yeah. And he goes upstairs. Cake. Yeah. I want yeah. this cake. <laughs> <laughs> Give any amount of money to have the thing say, I want this cake like any king's <laughs> Um, goes upstairs. Reed and Sue had kind of been on a date. They filmed two versions of this. It was in one of the deleted scenes. It was uh. another version of, of them. Actually, they filmed three versions. Having a talk. He's like, I thought you wanted, like, a more assertive man. You know, whatever. And she's like, yeah, I wanted you to be that man. And he's like, oh, okay. I guess I could try. I don't know. I'm an adult. <laughs> um, so they filmed a second. In this, he, like, does his stretchy thing. And he, like, makes his jaw a little wider. Like, yeah, a little handsome kind of thing. They filmed a version where he turns into Wolverine. Ooh, yeah, like he, Hugh Jackman? Yeah. Yes, like the Hugh Jackman Wolverine. And Allison said that was supposedly like they approached Hugh Jackman to play Mr. Fantastic, which is like terrible casting. No, why would they do that? Especially when he's already one Wolverine. of the big guys. Right. Yeah. Wasn't that another Sony property? So they're probably like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was 2005. The rules of like... You know, they, they weren't doing an MCU. They weren't yeah. doing a crossover. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know. But, and then they filmed a different version where they're at a planetarium. I'm sorry. They're at a planetarium. <laughs> and that's right. That's a South Park reference. Uh. And uh, they're like, oh, remember when we came here in grad school or whatever? And she's like, yeah, it was, you know, a great night. And Reed's like, I tipped the projectionist $10 to stay open late. And she's like, really? Yeah. Bribed. And she's like, really? I gave him 20 He's like, what? Really? And she's like, yeah. She's like, that was such a I, great night. Yeah, I didn't want that night to end. I didn't want that night to end. 
And then they have the same conversation where it's like, I thought you wanted a more assertive man. It's like, yeah, I wanted you to be that man. He's like, oh, okay, maybe I will. I'm an adult. I just, <laughs> adults that can't handle like their, you know, especially when somebody is, I watch a lot of movies. And my biggest problem with a lot of movies is people are not talking about the thing that bothers them. So when you have somebody in a movie who's just like, I need you to do this thing. This is it. This is, I need you to check this box. And they're like, uh, can't. You're just like, I, I got no, I got no empathy for this character now. Like we watched, um, Genie. Yeah. And like the whole movie is like the guy trying to reconcile with his, you know, sort of estranged wife and, rec- and save his relationship to his daughter. And he's doing fine with the daughter, but the wife, they're not talking about what's bothering her. And he doesn't ask, and she doesn't tell him, and I'm just like, I don't actually care if y'all get back together then, because, like, neither of you seems that invested in it. No one is asking the question everybody wants to ask. And so for Sue to be like, I just need you to, like, make some decisions, pick a couple things, and, you know, stick to your guns and be, like, a little bit more decisive. And he's like, eh, I don't know, I'm pretty smart, can't... Which is why I like the, he's yeah. the dumbest smart guy. Yeah. Like, I was like, that's a good uh, description of this Reed Richards. I don't know that it's the comic Reed Richards as much. He's cold, but he's not indecisive. Yeah. He's just like, I have a hard time expressing my feelings because I'm so intellectual and whatever. And yeah, like, like that this, this, this yeah. Reed's kind of a wiener. Yeah, he's well, he's it's, awkward it's, and, a, and he's a dork. It's and like pathological that also where, like, he needs to find the right answer and will take as much time as necessary to find the right answer even right. when that ends it's, up Even when the moment has come and gone. It's, yeah. it's basically the rehearsal. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Wow. Nathan Fielder would make a really interesting <laughs> oh Reed God. Richards. Like, wow. that's basically, like, that show is basically about that very specific form of anxiety where you have to, yeah. like, test out every single scenario to know the exact right thing to say and do because, God forbid, if you are wrong. Right. I mean, listen, improv is a cult and people shouldn't get into it. It's bad for your brains and your wallets. But I think if more people were open to the idea of thinking on their feet... And just being like, I'm committing to this until I need to change what it is, and then I will, like, pivot. That, I think that would help a lot of people. Not everybody. No. There are some people that need to do way more thinking than they actually do. Yes. That's, yeah, there's Which no is, one well, answer. And Johnny's, like, the contrast to that. Yeah. But, like, that's even a line in the movie. They're like, like, use your head or something, or, like, mm-hmm. and he's like, no, I never do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. What, this is, that, that's, like, the... Sort of climactic thing, which we're about to get to, actually. Yeah, well, he also, like, in, like, his whole X Games fight scene or whatever. With Ben. Yeah, like, you know, reads, like, something to the effect of, like, all you seem to think about is just, you know, sleeping with women and, you know, making money and stuff. And he's like, yeah, is there anything, or is there any higher calling or something like that? Yeah, because Reed is like, you don't want to use your powers to a higher calling. Like, you just want to, you know, score with women and make money. He's like, is there a higher calling? Yeah. So he's got his whole, like, I guess, baser instincts. He's achieving his goals. His just goals aren't that lofty is what it is, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. That I guess in that... He's an instant gratification guy. Yeah, yeah. Reed is a, you know, like, betterment of all mankind guy. Yeah. Like, he's a big picture guy. Doom sows the seed of doubt. Mm-hmm. Ben goes upstairs, argues with Reed, because he's like, he's like, wow, you're out, you know... He says, you're out playing Twister with your best girl, and I, you know, I still look like this. And he's like, well, Ben, like, this is going to take a while. This thing could fix us, or it could kill us. Or, you know, it could mutate us even further, and, like, I don't know, and I, I, you know, I I don't want to subject any of us to that until I do know. And Ben gets pissed, 
and I mean, they kind of fight, but yeah, this is when he puts him in the super duper octopus hold, and he's like, you know, let me go, and he lets him leave. He goes downstairs, and this is when Johnny has the the thing action figure, which Ben crushes against the wall, uh, and it screams. Did, uh, did you notice that? Because oh. he's like, he's like, yeah, check this out. And he presses it, and it's like, it's clobbering time. And then he like, Ben crushes it against the wall, and it goes like, ah. Oh, wait, it did do that. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, wow, that's fucked up. <laughs> it's a I really like it. beam. Yeah, I really like it's, it. It's the Toy Story uh, backdoor pilot. I, no, that should have been the fucking, uh, that should have been the Puppet Master, the way they, the way oh. they were the Puppet Master in. He works in R and D. Yeah, at like Hasbro. At at there at Baxter Building, the Baxter Building action figure division or whatever. He's down there. He's like, he's like, oh, I sculpted this. It's Willem Dafoe, and he's like, Hey, everybody, I sculpted this for you. Research and doom development. <laughs> Research and doom development. But he's like, Yeah, I sculpted this. Check this. Take this up to him. Uh-huh. And it's like, I'm alive. It's clobbering time. <laughs> <laughs> Little thing. I, can't, I need a tiny stack of pancakes. <laughs> he's like, oh, God. Crushes them. <laughs> I forget when we see this has happened, but uh, at some point, oh, I guess it might have been when he first was getting Sue or trying to get Sue from the Baxter building, but uh, Victor Von Doom has a camera in the... Yeah, he put up a security he, camera and he monitors them and spies on them. Yeah, so he sees how the, Right, because he sees how the arguments are going and whatever. And also how close uh, Sue and Reed are getting. Sure. Johnny and the, the, they kind of fight. Johnny argues with Sue and then he leaves and Reed decides he's going to test the chamber out on himself. He mm-hmm. does and he comes out. And he's given himself a case of the droopies. Ooh. Uh, so yeah. that is a thing. <laughs> Allison is making a very specific reference to, uh, I worked, worked in an adult store. We sold pornographic DVDs. And one time I was like sweeping in the back and uh, there's an old couple back there. And, you know, everything's filed at the time by like genre. And so, uh, but somebody had misfiled, like there was a gay man on man DVD in whatever other department and so this couple's like looking through and the lady's like uh hey look at this one whatever and they're looking and he pulled and the guy pulls one out and he goes oh two men Mm, that gives me a case of the droopies (laughs) and i was like sweeping i was like don't make any noise i was like it was so funny and and also like not an ounce of malice in his voice not like two men that's disgusting just like two men no that does not work for me and i was like i respect that yeah, like yeah. there's no there's no yeah there's nothing bad about him just being like no that's not for me <laughs> but uh, i'll never forget that man that old man saying hey give me a case of the droopies <laughs> so yes reed has given himself a case of the droopies yes in this instance i'm talking about literally like his his face is right. like kinda, he's, he's you know, an elastic man yeah so his he he's his having arm, trouble maintaining yeah. his you know solidity and and you know his elasticity is out of control and he's like slopping all over the floor he's just yeah. a silly putty yeah yeah so then this confused the shit out of me because i thought because we we the next scene the very next thing after we've seen Reed using the chamber and Doom in his tower like a couple blocks away like looking at Reed's tower you know mm-hmm. at the Baxter building yeah. and like seeing the light show then we we see Ben and Doom and he's like yeah the chamber get in I'm gonna fix you yeah Hunter and I was, was like, mad because he's like oh well, this is lazy I, the chambers look exactly the same I'm like Hunter there's only one chamber right I was like yeah. oh so Doom built his own chamber but the prop department just used the same chamber yeah. prop 
And I was like, that's dumb. Like, why would it look exactly the yeah. same and built by two different people? Even if they're using the same schematics, like, you're not using the same pieces. It's not Ikea furniture. You know, yeah. like, the doors don't have to look the yeah, same no. or there whatever. Is, there is one line of dialogue where as uh, Doom is watching Sue and Reed on the feed, he's like, oh, have, you know, somebody bring Ben Grimm to the Baxter building. Right. And then the very next well, that's scene the thing they're is- at. This scene yeah. is Doom in the fucking dark, yeah. and it's lit, it's lit totally differently than it just yes. was, mm-hmm. and his manservant, uh, Hamish Linklater, yeah. brings in Ben Grimm, so I was like, oh, it's Doom's tower. It's Von, the Von Doom building yeah. or whatever. It's not. It's the but it's not. Yeah, he yeah. snuck in. Yeah. They don't have any security or whatever. Yeah, they they, they could have used, like, an establishing shot outside or something. Of, yeah, it was... Like, okay, because I was wicked confused, yeah. and I yeah. thought I had missed something, yeah, it was and just I was like, just like... Yeah. I just was like, yeah, oh, no. Doom this... built his own chamber. That yeah. makes sense because I know he wants to, like, up his power levels and whatever. Yeah. But it's silly that it looks exactly the same because it wouldn't. Yeah. If you and I built cars I out of found materials, I know. they wouldn't look the like, same. Like, he could have just put, like, a big D on it. Right. Yeah. Again, this just... Phrasing. What... Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> he flopped it. Everybody's looking for a good D machine. Well, he does get um, crushed under a giant V later. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> Isn't but, that the dream? But yeah, so I dream. mean, it's also important dialogue is that while Victor's watching Sue and Reed, he says something about how like... It, Reed it, does or... I think Reed does okay. where he's like, oh, this can work. It just needs more power. It's not strong enough. Yes. After and he so, comes out, he's like, oh, it was working, but whatever. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, so he also kind of half blacked out the city. Yeah. So then, then we cut to Times Square, Johnny's there, oh, and all the right. signs are, like, yeah. blinking on and on. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. But, yeah, so then when uh, Victor and Ben are over there, Victor opens up, like, I guess the... the, the power, you know, power chamber, yeah. whatever, yeah. And, nonsense, and, science yeah. bullshit. And gooses the juice a bit to Because with his electricity yeah. powers, yeah. Yeah. To increase the power to a higher level. But he's also getting, like, gooshed with, yeah. like, cosmic ray radiation coming out of the machine. Yeah. Which is why right after this, his, you know, he becomes way more metal really fast. Yes. Like. Does actually successfully cure Ben, yeah. but yes, he's a lot more metal. It gave me flashbacks to being a lefty and using a pencil to take notes in school. Okay. Oh, where your he- Your whole, whole side of your silver? hand is just, yeah, silver. Because <laughs> he had that really going on. Okay. All right. I can see that. There's, there's... 10% of the population is going to totally understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> then the shit hits the fan. This is the climax of the film, basically. Doom fixes Ben, as we said. He supercharges himself, as we said. Then he zaps Reed. Yeah. Uh, Reed is, you know, kind of half putty. You know, he doesn't have full control over his body. So he gets knocked almost entirely off the Baxter building, and he's trying to hold on. And I was just like, it doesn't matter. You're basically rubber. You're not going to get harmed yeah. by a fall. Just don't land healthy? on anybody. Yeah. Just don't land oh. on anybody. You'll be fine. Yeah, but what if he just super balls all over New York? That probably wouldn't be good. Eventually he'll stop. Yeah. Yeah. But, but he could also could expand also, like, and be a sheet and just float gently down. Yeah. Yeah. Although, does he know that at this point? He's smart. He does do that later, but I don't he's think He's smart. Okay. He's probably thought of it. All right. Anyway, he does fall down. He's like draped over the entrance way or whatever and... Doom takes the elevator down and drags him, and he's like, you're coming with me. And then they go across town to the other tower. They just keep, I, this back and forth nonsense. Yeah. So takes him to his tower, and he's like, all right. They keep doing this fucking storm, yeah. awful Joss Whedon dialogue from uh, the original X-Men movie, where it's like, yeah. you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? 
the same thing as everything else. I mean, to be fair, that's a good line. It's not. These are not good lines. <laughs> These are not as well. None of them is good. Okay. Because yeah, it's like, you know what happens when rubber gets too hot or too cold? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you know what happens when you, super, when you freeze rubber and it's like, you can break it. So that's what he's frozen. We also says, you know what happens when you superheat rubber? And I'm like, I mean, do I know what happens it's when you superheat? Super well, he, well, he starts, starts with superheat. Oh, does he say superheat? Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah, he starts with heat, and then he goes And then cold. he goes with cold. Oh, okay. But yeah, with the superheat, I was like, what does happen? Like, doesn't it, like, you know, deconstitute somewhat? And yes, yeah, uh, sure. depending on the grade of rubber, rubber describes, like, a bunch of different sure. actual, like, polymers. So, right. So, you know. Um, but so... yeah, but I was like, that was pretty unclear as to what we're expecting to happen, what he's threatening him with, unless you're, like, a big science buff yourself. But this is the thing that really annoyed me with the film uh-huh. is we make make Reed Richards very cold and therefore fragile and breakable. And he's all blue, except for his eyes. I ha- This is the thing I hate in most movies, because most movies do this. Somebody will be like, I've been covered. I got douched with blood. Uh, fucking, you know, the shining elevator opened up, covered me with blood. And they look at the camera and they they are covered in blood, except for like right around their eyes. They haven't applied any blood around their eyes because I understand. As an actor, you're like, I don't want this fucking caro syrup bullshit in my eyelashes. It's going to get stuck. It's going to hurt. It's going to be hard to clean. My eyes are going to stick together. I get it. But at the same time, I can't help but stare at how there's none of that shit around your eyes. Earlier, when they spray Johnny with the coolant foam, he's covered in foam except for his fucking eyes. And I'm like, it's... I hate it. They do this all the time. And especially this... With cold Reed Richards, I was like, this is like eight years after uh, Batman and Robin with Arnold Schwarzenegger, where he's blue. His entire face, all his eyelids, his eyelashes are like white. Like they did everything to that man. He looks great. It does. It's beautiful makeup. And it's he looks, phenomenal. And the guy looks cold. Yeah. You know, if blue equal cold, that guy looks cold. Yeah. He's very is, cold. Yeah. And this is like. Kind of that, but his eyes are, like, normal. And I'm like, it's so fucking terrible. It just looks cheap and shitty, and I hate it. Yeah. It's one of my biggest pet peeves in films, and most films do it. It's like, you don't wear your heated glasses all the time? Right. But so, then he fires a rocket at the Baxter building. It's heat-seeking, and I guess they know that because Johnny's like, oh, okay. And that's when he's, they're like, Johnny, did you think about this? And he's like, I never do. And he jumps off the building. At this point in the film, he has not successfully ever flown. So he's falling and he's falling. He's like, come on. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. And then he goes, flame on, which is his catchphrase from the comics, which has never been brought up at all until this point. He just comes up with that and it works, turns turns on fire, and now he can fly and it's great. It's just like he just was just like, yeah, I'm just going to say these words and then that's going to make my body do what right. I need it to do. I mean, you know, it might just be like, you know, a mantra. Yeah, like, it's mind over know, matter. I guess. I, I mean, guess. I mean, Tobey Maguire tried it when he was trying to learn how to web sling in yeah. the, the Spider-Man movie. He had go web, go. He, yeah. That's, it that, didn't, that it didn't work for him. Yeah. But I think he did actually try flame on. <laughs> oh, does he? I think so. That's fun. He tried something else. Uh, Maybe he said it's clobbering time or Shazam or something. He said something that's not his catchphrase. Yeah. Wired up. Wired up. Wired up. <laughs> Web up. <laughs> he should have tried uh, the Master P. Mm. Oh, my God. I heard a car blast that driving down our street the other day, and I was like, that's an interesting throwback. Yeah. yeah. So he leads the uh, rocket 
the heat-seeking missile through uh, Manhattan out into the bay, uh, mm-hmm. and there's a trash barge, which he hits with a fireball, lights up on fire, and then the missile hits that. And I was like... That's got to smell great. Yeah, I was like, A, that's not going to smell great. B, you're burning a bunch of shit in the bay. That's probably not <laughs> great for... And it was hit by a missile, so that thing's going to sink. Oh, the guy that doesn't think didn't think about all that? Oh. Oh, they, that's so weird. No, it's not, but they didn't address it. <laughs> sure. At sure. no point did, did Reed go like, hey, what'd you do with that missile? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, I crashed into a trash barge out in the bay, and it's on fire and sinking right now. And he's like, that's going to be terrible for marine life. So it would be like, damn it, Johnny. Ben's like, you don't like fish? fish? (laughs) What's the matter? You don't like fish? What's wrong with you? It's a fish boil. (laughs) It's a fish boil. And Doom is fighting. It's it's just like, we didn't really do anything for most of this movie. Like, we did a good job setting up the characters early on, but the middle act of this movie is like... It's, it's mostly all a little montage. Montages. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and it doesn't and fighting. It's more of a drama than anything else. But it doesn't scratch the itch for the audience of seeing them use their powers, really. Yeah. So then they're like, oh, we'll have like a fake fight between Ben and, you know, Johnny. Or we'll have Johnny argue with Sue. We'll have, you know, Reed and Johnny. And like mm-hmm. all this stuff where they kind of flex their powers a little bit at each other. But like they can't they're not trying to kill each other they're not trying to defeat each other they're just having an argument and like sue's powers are always like they manifest because of her emotions which is like totally not misogynist at all not at all hey remember how uh in the x-men especially the cartoon um since they were like these telekinetic and telepathic people can just kind of do whatever we want so the only way we get them to not be in a fight scene is to have them go like i'm gonna try to use my power Ah!" and then they faint yeah and they did it every time to Mm -hmm. both Professor Xavier and Jean Grey, even though they are, like, two of the most powerful telepaths on the entire planet. Like, it drove me nuts watching that cartoon. I was like, I've read comics. Like, they hold buildings up. They, like, you know, they maintain, like, an air bubble perimeter around a space shuttle so everybody inside doesn't die. But, like, in this episode of the, you know, X-Men cartoon, Professor Xavier's like, I'm going to open this envelope with my mental powers. Oh, God. And he passes out. And I'm just like, this sucks. That's how I feel when I get out of bed. I'm going to open this envelope and then I sprain my wrist because I'm in my mid-30s. Yeah. I got out of my bed wrong and all my bones are backwards now. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, Sue is, like, she turns invisible because she's upset. And then there's a whole, like, oh, you need to control your emotions. It's not always upset because at the end, when he proposes, she turns invisible. That is true. But, yeah, but it's like, oh, of course, it's like the woman's emotional. So her powers manifest with her feelings. And also. It's not like, you know, where it's like, yeah, it would be kind of like stereotypical if, like, Johnny set on fire when he got mad, you know. Right. At least she's not the only one whose powers are tied to her emotions. Right. Like, what if, you know, yeah, Reed can only stretch when he was, you know. Yeah. Or, like, you know, Ben gets harder when he's angry. (laughs) I am not. I am not. I know what I said. I know what I said. (laughs) You know, I mean, I do think that a lot of the, you know, characters in this are having, like, a lot of, um, masculine appearance anxiety because mm-hmm. at one point v- uh, von doom's like losing his hair and stuff and they do point out that like Reed's yeah, his got mutation some is male pattern baldness yep. <laughs> and and so yeah like some guys are really afraid of not being yeah. able to stop being hard call your doctor well, so yeah while uh sue goes to rescue yes. reed who is tied to the chair yes and she's reed, invisible reed sees their tower from 
the, the Von Doom Tower that the uh, lights are going off again. So there is like a, uh, uh, you know, indication that Ben has used the machine yeah. to rething after being dethinged. Right. Yes. He got hard again. Yes. His refractory period was over. I mean, he just yelled hard on and he came hard again. It worked for Johnny with the flame. Oh, boy. And there's, and we're sure porno parodies went away because this is it's writing itself. Sue tries to rescue Reed. She's like getting him out of the, the he's still half frozen. He's thawing out. They're fighting Doom. Ben arrives. He fights Doom. They fly out of the building through the air through the roof of a neighboring building into the pool. Yeah. Which starts to leak into like the hallway below it. Then they fall through into the hallway, almost kill a guy. <laughs> then they fall they shoot out through the like glass like window at the side of the building. <laughs> Crash down in the middle of the street and then it's the big they land on a trash truck, I guess. Yeah. I guess that's better than landing like twelve feet lower on the street. They would have died if it was the street, but the trash truck is fine. Well then they're fighting in the trash truck and yeah. it's yeah, just like a little electrical Yeah, and then it's the big like the big big fight. Reed insulates Doom's electric powers, wraps around him in a big sheet, has Johnny Supernova. And this is what I wanted to talk about. So they he's like, But you told me that was bad and he's like, Yeah, do it anyway. And Johnny just like turns the heat up flies around and around and around doom in a circle creates a fire tornado superheats doom and then he does the what happens when you strike a toe with lightning thing and he's like hey doom what happens when you super cool metal that was just superheated ben kicks a hydrant and then like puts his foot on top of it to direct the flow and reed contorts his body like a rubber man and becomes like a spigot and they spray they ejaculate all over <laughs> yes all over hot doom <laughs> All over Doom's hot body. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, then he, like, slowly, like, freezes up solid. And remember how we opened the film with a Doom statue now? We have another Doom statue. Uh, which is a nice bookend. And I didn't mind it. I thought that was fine. Yeah. Um, so the thing about the Supernova thing that I had a problem with is, like, yeah, he says, like, I thought this was bad. And he's like, yeah, do it anyway. The reason we were told he shouldn't do this is because it could ignite earth's atmosphere and kill all life on earth but they he just does it it does not do that there is no problem isn't well, it because sue contains it in her like barrier correct but well i thought she just kept it from going outward it doesn't show like it's well yeah to... like i thought she was containing it so that it wasn't you know burning anyone or anything around okay him and doom but that being said, there was not a lot of discussion of like, hey, is this a thing you can definitely do? Because otherwise we are all, like, literally every person on the planet is going to die. Right, all oxygen will yeah. burn. Yeah. And so, everyone will die. So that's something where, like, that could maybe have used a little bit more discussion. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because, like, yes, in Ghostbusters, they're like, don't cross the streams. Why? And Egon says, like, I don't know this, but theoretically it could be really bad. Everything yeah. could explode. And then they're like, you should cross the streams. And it's like, right, because we have no other option. Everything is going to basically be ruined either way. Yeah. This is not that. No. I feel like you could, the argument is you could make Doom very, very hot without having to go supernova. Supernova, right. You know, he can just go, oh, you're kind of like rubber, therefore whatever I could do to rubber I can do to you. And he's like, freeze. Like, 
you know. And everything I <laughs> right. say bounces off to me and sticks to you. <laughs> right. But it's like, yeah, how do you know? Because he's not rubber. He just is weirdly super elastic. Like, how do you know that super freezing him is going to function the same way it would if it was rubber? You know? Like, yeah. Because I, like, I was like, is his body rubber rubber? Or is he like just stretchy flesh? Which, right. Ugh. Right. Yeah. So is he, is he like a ball sack? <laughs> like... Yeah. Well, he was shaving like it was his balls. That's true. Oh God, I he forgot was. about yeah, that. Yeah, that was that was the. Yeah. That is how you do uh-huh. it. <laughs> that was part of the montage scene. It was. This episode is sponsored by Manscaped. Uh, okay, so then we get Reed and Sue on the. They're on the boat, right, for the proposal. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. At the end, after everything is all yeah. Yeah. If they wrap up, you know. I think Doom's they're celebrating on a boat. Yeah, it's like a boat in the harbor. and Which, Reed... does Ben make it too heavy, though? Like, would it he's be on, He's worthy? on the boat, but yeah, it's they like. they couldn't ride the elevator. They had to make him get off the elevator. Yeah, right. He that... does take the elevator down later. In the comics, I think they, you know, reinforce the elevator to carry up to, like, several thousand pounds. But, like. Accessibility is important. Right. Yeah. He is on the boat, and he's like, you know. A, he tells he tells Johnny he's like no more cracks about how I look and he's like you got it just call me Mr. Sensitive and then he's like wide one load. side wide load he's huge out of the way and he's like alright now you're dead but they go, out, they go out and they see Reed has proposed to Sue he said I found a broken gasket from space and she's like Reed we're fucking like celebrating like why are you like working and he's like if one of us were to wear it and I was like oh, Jesus fucking man. Christ and then he like kneels, and then he stands up to talk to into her face, and then he kneels again, and she turns invisible and she puts it on, and then he goes to kiss her, and she goes, "That's my nose, genius." Which I was like, kind of shitty, because there's a fucking deleted scene where uh, she does the, yeah, the when in they're the, in the planetarium, in the planetarium, the planetarium. Uh-huh. She kind of turns invisible. He goes to kiss her, and she's like, "That's my nose, genius." And it's like, oh, that would have been a cute callback at the yeah. end of the movie, but you cut this scene. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> So they cut the scene so that they could have basically the same conversation, but it's the one where he turns his chin Stretchy. into a stronger chin. Like like Handsome Squidward. Yes, it is like Handsome Squidward. Yeah. He kind of looks like Bruce Campbell. I I feel like I had issues with the editing in this movie, where yeah. a lot of scenes had a lot of cuts, and I don't know if it was just that like there were difficulties filming or something, or we just had a very specific vision with how specific scenes were going to go and flow or something, or maybe we were long and wanted it short, but like a lot of scenes are very choppy if they're not an action scene. I did. Yeah. I did kind of pick up on that. It did make some of the pacing kind of weird and like, you know, and especially with everything being a lot of montages too. It just seems like even if it wasn't a montage, it was like, yeah, still pieced together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's another instance of like, oh, I would have gone a different way to make other things read better later. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Because I was, again, this is part of where I was going through with, you know, oh, yeah, like I like the script in general. I like the acting in general. It's just that there are other parts of this that aren't exactly working for me. Sure. We also, again, don't have as many like, you know, big visual set pieces. Yeah, no. 
Um, and a lot of the ones that we do have are around the, yeah, Johnny Extreme Sports thing, which is like, it's fine. It's not what we're here to see, though. Right. This becomes like the Johnny movie a right. little but, too much. But we were, in 2005, we were here to see the X Games. I yeah. guess. I guess. But it brings in... the cool factor. Right. Yeah. Why didn't Reed yeah. go to the X Games? He's the main character, arguably. But yeah, it was like weirdly Johnny focused in ways that it didn't need to be. No, and none of them developed anything, really. Yeah, it was just like, look, he's he's a wild card. You never know what he's going to do. And maybe he now he'll figure out how to fly and do his thing. Right. I think it was just we need to give Johnny something to do. And this is a movie in 2005 and we have to play some butt rock and do something extreme. Right. We got to do something badass. We got mm-hmm. the final the final scene is uh, Doom is in a Von Doom branded crate. Like in Raiders of the Lost Ark, on a shipping container, so on a boat. So he can brand the crate, but not his Bobo machine. Well, no, he doesn't have his own machine. Oh, that's right. We established yeah. that. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's just the one machine, you guys. Okay. I know they didn't make that very clear. Again, I feel like it's the editor's fault. Hamish Linklater's like, and how long till we get there? And he's like, three weeks or whatever. And then they shut the container doors and they walk off screen. And the camera pulls back. Those guys are gone. And we're just on a shipping, like a, a you know a big transport freighter ship. He's in a shipping container. A slow boat to... Uh, Latveria. Latveria. I was like, yep. it's not Latvia. Fuck. No, and that's <laughs> it. And like, that's how that. it ends. And then, I mean, I know they made another one, but I don't I don't know if I saw it. <laughs> I so, didn't. I think yeah. I saw pieces of it, but I yeah. don't remember it. But, but yeah, yeah. That, that is the film. Yeah, does anybody have any final thoughts or do we want to just uh, vote? I have no, no thoughts. No, I don't have any other thoughts. Much like Johnny, I have <laughs> no thoughts. Yeah. Okay. Uh, bottle this was your uh, suggestion kind of we brought this up I so many years ago guess it was i don't i said I it's like so context. long i can't yeah. even remember i feel like it so i'd say i don't hate it but i wouldn't say it's great either can i just say it's a watch you absolutely can it's just watch yeah it's it's watch worthy it's just watch i wouldn't say it's i mean if you kind of like take it for what it is and you meet it where it is it's like yes this was like a 2005 popcorn ass yeah pre connected universe superhero movie Mm -hmm. and honestly compared to all of you know the fact that we like said i was very refreshed by it just being like a contained standalone thing yeah done in a tight hour and 40 minutes yeah i agree with you uh i think this is a watch i i I like this i I didn't hate it it's not nearly as bad as like it has its reputation you know Mm -hmm. i still i don't know about the second one but yeah, this was like perfect. It's a perfectly cromulent film. The special effects look pretty good. The casting, I think, is great. Um, I I even think that I mean, like, it is weird to cast Julian McMahon. No, I I get. I wish he had just gone bigger. Uh, no, Jessica Alba <laughs> is Jessica a weird Alba. casting for famously blonde Sue Storm. Like, sure, she doesn't look bad. Yeah, but she looks fabulous. Yeah, she looks. I mean, but like, it's just such a weird. It's like there are so many blonde people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was just very hot at the time. Like, yeah. Was, oh yeah. Yeah. Her, her era. Jessica Alba was like my like high school girl crush. Yeah. Yeah, she was that bitch. Yeah. Two thousand five. She's really mm-hmm. good in this. In with what she has, like I always feel like she's keyed into the scene whatever you know emotion she's supposed to be like mm-hmm. you know whatever wavelength she's supposed to be on i think she's got it i just don't think that she or reed is particularly dynamic as main characters mm-hmm. and as the main like relationship dynamic like maybe it should have been more focused on ben and alicia you know 
or Johnny and a whole area code or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, I didn't think they had, like, chemistry, really. Yeah. Like, Johnny Storm takes Manhattan. <laughs> him and Maria Menounos probably have more chemistry than, yeah. in, like, just do. that one scene than they did in the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> you're not wrong. But no, I think this is, like, this is a strong watch. It's it's not, you're not going to be like, ah, this is cinema. But you're not going to have a bad time at all. Mm-hmm. It's also not overly long. No. Which yeah. is a thing that things don't tend to do anymore. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't know. Mine's probably like watch skewing to a hate watch. Sure. Like back at the time, this was like, you know, probably a high mark for superhero movies because like they, it, it was just getting to be the time that we were starting to take them a little more seriously. Like I think the Nolan Batmans were starting to come out around this time too, right? Uh, that's a good question. I know Spider-Man is out before this. Spider-Man is yeah. out before this. The Raimi Spider-Man. Uh, but, like, Dark Knight was probably... Dark Knight was, what, like, 2006, I think? Or... Yeah. Yeah, this is the same year as Begins. Okay. 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 Which is a dark and gritty, yeah. serious, street-level yeah. take on a super... Which this yeah. is not. No, it's not, but I'm saying, and like, And that it's... would not work for the Fantastic Four. No. but I'm Which say... is kind of what the Josh Trank movie was. But I'm saying, like, for me, like, the, the Nolan Batmans were, I think, when people were, fi- like, first starting to be like, oh superhero movies don't have to be like silly or for kids you know or yeah yeah funny yeah so well uh, you know yeah batman that's the thing is batman works not as humorless because batman's not funny right batman's not a funny guy right you know what's hilarious i'm just saying it shouldn't be your entire marketing (laughs) strategy parents get murdered in an alleyway right it depends on how you do it (laughs) (laughs) what if you did it with a funny voice (laughs) or doing a silly walk Okay. <laughs> True. Or with a what dumb if, name like Joe Cool. Yeah. What if uh, What if the murderer's name was spelled Throat Warbler Mangrove, but was pronounced <laughs> Joe Chill? Joe Chill. Sorry. <laughs> Joe go, Joe Cool is Snoopy's yeah. alter ego. Oh, okay. It would yep. be funny if Snoopy <laughs> killed your parents. Yeah. <laughs> Red Baron we, got a little talk. too yeah. ambitious. Yeah. Red God Baron damn it! Mows your parents down <laughs> behind the theater. <laughs> it's fucked up (laughs) yeah yeah but funny he wouldn't be batman he'd be i don't know beagle man well well no he'd probably dress up like a little canary like woodstock well, that's Robin. Well, he became oh, a Robin. bat because uh, he's dear. afraid of bats. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't that the whole... Yeah, that's why he didn't become alleyway robbery man. Okay. Because <laughs> like... at first I'm like, wait, was his parents murder bat bats? I'm like, no, no. He he was the Batman because he's... I'm afraid of bats. <laughs> Joe Chill was like, hey, I just came from the pet store. Bought myself this cool bat. Anyway, <laughs> can <your> parents now? <laughs> Give me those pearls, ma'am. And he's like, ah, the bat. This is forming my whole personality. I can't wait to tell my parents about this. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good note to end on. Yeah. Again, my, my, my point is that, yeah, like this is, you know, a little bit more beholden to like the old school Batman, not bad, the old school Superman movies and, and less so the, you know, the new age of superhero films. It's got some high points. It's like you said, kind of a very interesting microcosm into that era. Sure is. Both in the music choices and in some of the jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and in the casting, I guess, also. Yeah. Yeah, so. If this was on the five minutes before AEW started, 
I'd be like, oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'd be so hype about it. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, you know what happens when you cool superheated metal, you dumb bitch. Got him. <laughs> and then, and then Anna Kendrick opens the painting <laughs> of the poker playing dogs, and it's a Picasso. It's it's the it's the poker playing dogs playing poker with the thing. <laughs> and she yeah. weeps at how beautiful. That's really inside baseball. Uh, not if you watch yeah, AEW. Yeah, if you watch AEW, especially you know, in those early days, you know the last five minutes of the accountant by heart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know every music cue. Well, Bottle, thanks for being here. Thanks for yeah. uh, talking talking Fantastic Four. Yeah. yeah, thanks for having me in my own house Yeah, <laughs> to talk about Fantastic Four. Uh, do you want to direct anybody to any of your social media, your endeavors? I mean, I don't really have much endeavors lately, aside from existing. My social's bottle age. If you want to see pictures of Nugget you, on you Instagram, do. they're you do, pretty though. great. Yeah. You know? He's very handsome. He is. He's a beautiful baby boy. He's very photogenic. If this was your first episode of Hey Watch, Great Watch, we hope you enjoyed it. Visit our link tree, which is l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash h-w-g-w find where to follow us on social media uh how to contact us how to bother ben um how to support the movie john patreon and the side john uh, you know projects of many of our favorite guests and of course you can stream the episodes uh, on movie john or anywhere you typically listen to podcasts uh through links on that link tree so of course, we drop new episodes every other Wednesday. That's every, every other, other Wednesday. Wednesday on Movie John and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. What is it? I thought it was I am a Virgo. What did I say? But I'm a Virgo. Oh, yeah. It's the sequel to But I'm a Cheerleader. Yes, exactly. We <laughs> <laughs> sent them to Virgo camp. <laughs> oh, God. What a terrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's very well organized. Yeah, it would be. Yes. Everybody's where they need to be at t- on time. Yeah. This has been a Movie John podcast. That's pretty damn metal.